Hey everybody, welcome to Popcorn Planet. I am Andy Signor. Wait, we're not on Popcorn Planet. We're on Movie World. Guys, thanks for coming over here or finding us over here. Look, this show is not moving to Movie World. I'm going to keep Movie World over on Popcorn Planet, but let me explain what's happening in over here uh, because we're going to do a special thing. I'm going to tape some of these fights. We're going to start over, but you're watching our special Thursday night stream. I got a special guest. So happy to be here, but I'm doing it over here because I got to make 4,000 minutes of watch time hours. So if you guys come over and you sit and watch me for a couple hours, it helps tremendously fill up that watch time. You got to have 4,000 minutes and you got to have 1,000 subscribers on a channel before you can monetize. So it takes a long time to do it. So I'm being proactive. Uh, is this the right way to do it? I don't know. Well, I'm just aiming big or going home, right? That's what we got to do over here. So welcome over to the channel. If you haven't already subscribed, hit subscribe. Welcome to Movie World. This posted my first video here. I got more content coming to this channel, so stay tuned. This is going to be a movie analysis channel. The other one's still going to be streaming, but I got to get some of my views over here. Uh, so you guys can still donate tonight. Alerts will still work if you go down and use the stream labs. You can't uh, super chat here. You can super chat on the old one. I got the old link here. I'll go check them, <laughs> but you can't super chat here. You got to use the stream labs tonight i could use your support this is a movie world uh support rally stream so treat it as such if you guys want to uh, help subscribe keep viewing keep us on the background uh and uh stream labs your support over here that helps tremendously you can also keep the other one on the background just mute it uh but let's get to this all right welcome now i've explained why we're here what we're doing so the overall views might be a little lower because this channel doesn't have that many i'm aware of that uh but let's see what happens spread the word social uh we'll see if people come on over because that's why i'm keeping it live on popcorn planet see oh or what's why does he only have fifth look 15 people are watching over there it's confusing uh but they'll just keep coming and coming and we'll see what happens so bring on stay on over explain the comments if someone asks us what's going on now you guys all know what's going on we're just filling up my watch time hours by doing a stream that i'm going to do and doing it here uh but keep the support coming thank you so much let's get to this show all right i'm going to record this now uh, officially again for the playback so pardon this extra intro Hey everybody, welcome to Popcorn Planet. I am Andy Signor. I'm so excited for another... Oh, that's not the right address. Hold on, I'm going to do that one more time. You get, get rid of that. Uh, here it is. Boom. Hold on. Hold on. Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome to Popcorn Planet. I am Andy Signor. After three attempts, we are here for Nerd War. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know what I'm doing. At least I'm pretending like I know what I'm doing. Hey, everybody. So today was that we last night we uh, pre-taped uh, or we did this live over my new channel, Movie World. If you aren't subscribed over there, I'll put the links on over. But it's a second channel I'm creating for movie analysis. So thanks to all of you who came over, watched this live there. You got to build watch time minutes when you're creating a new channel. So that's what we're doing. Uh, so I'll be pre-taping and, and releasing these separately uh, over the course of the day today. So thanks for watching later if you missed us live. Uh, but I'm so happy today because we got a bunch of fun topics and I got some great guests with me uh let's get to them hey everybody welcome to the show boom 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 uh, boom boom hey everybody what's up? uh so what's nice up? to have so many of you here oh, wait i gotta unmute my man uh there you, you're muted there unmute yourself damn we got i got my alfred chris what's up chris my uh my on? expert uh we got damien we got a don and we got our special guest all you screw you guys you we got a, we got a special guest today so happy to have mr geekdom 101 world of geek geekdom danny what's up man welcome to the the panel today my mom told me i was special when i was younger so uh thanks for affirming that for me i appreciate it happy to be here so special uh no i'm all of you guys are special to me thanks for all being here we got some fun topics to talk about this is a looser show for danny that you're in here new 
Uh, this isn't as sometimes it gets heated. Sometimes we fight hard. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we just have discussions. If we all agree, we all agree. Nerd Wars is a little bit more of a conversation and passionate conversations when we need to be. Uh, so uh, all excited to do this. Damien, real quick before we go, Damien had a big premiere of his film, The Other Side. I need to give him a round of applause, my man. It was, it was amazing. Short film, independent film that he made himself, got funding, and now he's fun. Can, I, can, I, can we announce the big news? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's got funding now to make a feature-length version of it already. Woo! Amazing, my man. Thank Bravo. You. Thank you. Congratulations, man. That is yeah. so exciting. He's, he's looking for it. So he's, he's got almost already over half of the money, so fantastic, man. Other investors he's rallying up now, so if you want to get in on something good, I saw the 12 minutes. It is fantastic. I'm so excited. Damien, where can they get more information? Um, you can always check it out on the other side. Um, I'll always have links here. But um, I'm looking forward to when we do the features, actually having Andy on location because you're going to be there doing some BTS and doing some stuff like that. We're oh, going to yeah. try to see if we can make a, make us make something out of it. When it's official, um, yes. That'll be fun. So, yeah, that's officially happening. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ha- proud of you, man. It was very cool to see you. Very happy. Guys, get out there. Be creative. I, I, he's inspired me. That's why I'm trying to do more edited stuff over there, too, because I'm like, I want to create more stuff, not just always talk about it. It's, when you talk about it with friends and you have a panel, it's fun. But just uh, sitting there every day reading the news, I'm getting bored of it. Uh, but thank you, Damien, for inspiring me. Congrats again. Awesome news. Uh, Thanks, Don, man. good to see you as well. There you are. Uh, just giving everybody their close-up. And my man, Chris, my Tampa native. Uh, and my man Danny, there you are. All right, so uh, Danny, you yes. you you have seen Song of the South. Me? Yeah. Did you say you did see it? Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, many years ago, about oh, what, about twelve years ago, for those who don't remember, YouTube used to have movies, full mm. movies on there, cut up into parts. And I remember watching Song of the South in like twelve parts on the the yesteryear of YouTube, like twelve years ago. I want to say. Saw it one time in my life, and uh, I wish I could actually own a copy of it because, it, uh, to me, even though the film is controversial, I think it's part of history, which I'm sure we'll talk about here. And I don't like the idea of history being erased, even though the movie might be controversial. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. I think that actually is a very good uh, version of what we should talk about. So that, that's our main topic here. Let's get to our first topic here. I have it on screen. Uh, whoop, gotta get rid of that. There we go. Uh, so the big news is uh, Splash Mountain, which is inspired by the film Song of the South, which has uh, you know upset a lot of people for its uh, portrayal. Uh, we'll get to all that. Uh, but the, it's it's been a ride that has sort of been always frowned upon due to its history. Uh, it's an adaptation of a of a it's a, a stories African American stories from back in the day. Uh, the way they adapted it uh, back in the was it the I got to get more of my facts straight. I have it on a different article. But anyway, it's always been riddled with controversy, and a lot of people are offended by it. And so it's been sort of, and, and the the ride was open in 1983, and the film, uh, or the film came, and then the uh, fam- film was banned in 1986. So for like three years, it was like normal, it was there, and then suddenly Disneyland had this ride based off of a movie that was then deemed racist and controversial. So ever since 1983, this ride has been there. They have tried to redo parts of it. There was a tar pit scene that they did eventually change because the term tar baby was very offensive for a lot of people and so the ride did you know over years has tried to like you know make it less offensive and just 
own like the animal characters and they get part of Critter Country, which is what it is. Uh, but finally, after all the backlash of years of backlash and now the movement we're in, they've officially sort of announced, and this has been rumored for a while, but now it's official through the Disney blogs, that they are going to turn Splash Mountain into the new adventures with Princess Tiana coming to Disneyland Park and Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, they will be changing the, the look. They will be keeping sort of the, the heart of the ride, the mechanics of the ride, the log flume, etc. But they will take us through the bayou uh, and the world of you know Tiana and the world of Princess and the Frog. Uh, so and the, they're going to open up uh, uh, part of the New Orleans vibe. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff they plan to do to create this. The voice of Tiana, Nicole uh, Rose shared. It's really exciting to know that Princess Tiana's presence in both Disneyland and Disney Kingdom will finally be fully realized. Uh, and so uh, this is uh, this is big news. So a lot of people are happy about this. A lot of people are upset about this. Uh, this is the conversation we'll start with of just sort of is is this a is this a bad thing? Uh, I'm gonna I'll I'll say my opinion first on this. Look, I don't think it is a bad thing. Uh, I think this is this is a good thing. But I share what Danny says of just like we can't keep rewriting our history. That's that is a dangerous thing. And I and if you know Song of the South of the movie, I don't believe the intentions of that film were at all meant to be what sort of it blew up to be. That said, it offends people. It offends people, and I think they're fa- the the reason it offends people is fair and it's valid, and I don't think they're overreacting. Uh, and so in that case, the film not the film isn't even available to see. So it's just like, why is it a Disney ride? There's so many big you know pop culture films rides are shut down all the time the et ride is no longer in function regardless of its you know offensiveness to me it's just like well look it's just not a popular movie anymore it's not one kids know you can't get merchandise from it from a business standpoint it makes sense to uh reskin it to something that's more popular and current uh and i think princess uh, and the frog it may seem like oh of course disney's using that and they're just trying to do it because they're they're told to i think it's a beautiful movie i think it's uh, it's uh, it's underrated um i do wish she was a frog for less of it <laughs> that's always the part is kind of gets boring as she's a frog and you don't get to actually have the you know first uh, black princess in the movie for a lot of it which is always f- i found odd um but uh i like the movie i think it's a strong movie and it was one of the last hand-drawn animated films i respect it it's in that catalog and why not put it there and actually have something uh more respectful in that place as long as the ride can still stay there maybe you have a nod to something still there for the history of the park there's a there's maybe be a way to do that respectfully uh i don't really i'm not really this is not a hill i need to die on and say no splash mountain must stay that same way i don't think that makes sense but does anyone on the panel have any other strong feelings to want to go about danny do you want to start us what, what are your thoughts on this beyond what we already said sure sure I, I mean one thing we should clarify is that splash mountain will still be splash mountain you know the ride itself the water and everything presumably it's going to be the same thing it's just they're going to reskin it so to speak because if you go to Splash Mountain, whether you're in California or here in Florida, we're about an hour away from Disney World. Um, when you go to Splash Mountain, you hear zippity doo Die" and the song from Song of the South, which is a very famous Disney song that they actually have available on their musical collection, but yet not the movie. You can't even watch it. It's kind of crazy. Now, uh, I will say, though, there is or there was like an international Blu-ray release of it that I don't think is official. But as far as seeing it on Disney Plus or, you know, any of the Disney Blu-ray 
movie club stuff. You're not gonna get it. They just they they, they want to pretend like it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's but never Ro- it's never been released on DVD, Blu-ray. It's never they've never put it anywhere. Except you can only for the get unofficial. It, yeah, you got to get yeah. it through a conventions or online. You know, rip it illegally. But yeah, correct. Go ahead. Right, right, right. So um, no, I just want to say that the ride's gonna be the same, and I I understand this because they've done this before. Uh, other rides have, for example, in Universal they had the Terminator ride that became the Simpsons ride. Oh, I'm sorry, the um, Back to the Future ride became the Simpsons ride. Terminator became Transformers ride. So changing like the skins of the rides is like a common thing. The Hanna Barbera ride became the um, the Nickelodeon Nicktoons. Who was it? The the it was a Nicktoons ride. I forget what it was called. Um, somebody were quite yeah. There's a but reskin. Yes, there have been a lot of yeah, those examples. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think what they're gonna do is replace Zippity Doodah with some of the songs from Princess and the Frog, and that's fine. That's fine. My only issue, I mean, they're obviously doing it because of the current state of the world with the current political climate and Black Lives Matter and all that. They want to distance themselves away from like Song of the South even more, and I understand that. But I still have a problem with them sort of erasing history in the sense of not so much the ride, but also the film. I do think that, and maybe I'm being selfish here, but I'm a completist. And I like having a collection of Disney films, which I happen to have, outside of Disney+. Plus. And I feel like that's a film that, even if you put it out with a disclaimer or with an apology or whatever you want to do, I think it should still be available to the public because it is a movie that is a piece of art that people worked on, whether or not it's controversial. Yeah, I understand why you wouldn't want it, but I still personally think that they should put it out even with a disclaimer. I know why they don't. I get it. But it's almost like there's a piece of uh, there's a piece of the collection missing. You know what I mean? And that's my kind of my issue with it. But it's not. I don't think the ride changing is that big of a deal. I, I don't think it's a big story for those who grew up on that ride. But it's gonna be the same ride, just different songs, really, and different sort of uh, pictures. And you know, the, the Disney likes to have very high production values. If you've never been in the park, so you're gonna see like the nice animatronics and the statues and all this cool stuff but it'll all be redone for Princess and the Frog. It doesn't bother me too much. I just really wish that someday that movie got released, even with a disclaimer, so that people can actually watch it and judge for themselves. Yeah, and just so we're clear on the film itself, because you've seen it, it's like, look, the depictions are, they don't really say when it took place. And so that's big, part of the biggest comp, you know, problem with the film. It's sort of done bef- after uh, slavery was abolished. And so it's done before it was. So the, the characters are just sort of seemingly okay with it all. Um, it's sort of part of the problem of the film. And so there's a lot of just ambiguities about the film. But again, I, I, I will say it, it. It's not, I don't believe the film was made or meant to be racist in any way. Um, I right. think they were trying yeah, to be positive, it- look positive and tell these stories and do it in a way. So it's like, if you actually see the film, yes, there are parts that may trigger, you know, people and say well that doesn't hold that's not right and that's not wrong but it really is a cartoon about an, like animals you know positive stories that uh, uncle it's uncle remus right is his name uh tells uncle remus, yeah. uncle remus tells and then sort of the you know character learns from the stories and and, and so on but you know again th- there's a lot of more there's compared to some of the other things we're censoring right now this one definitely is worse than than, than the other ones so it's like if we're gonna censor or not even censor but start putting disclaimers on gone with the wind and things it makes sense that this one is getting uh, and especially if Disney's not comfortable ever releasing it. But look, I, I share your like we should it, it, we have to have, you know, you have to have the history there. So we learn from it. That is a very important thing. At the same time, you can add these disclaimers and things. But um, yeah, you were going to say something before I go to the rest of the, the panel real quick. No, no, I was I was just going to say that I agree with you. And I feel like when I watched when I saw the film now, I haven't seen the film in 12 years. But when I saw it, I didn't think it was overtly racist. I thought some of the phrases like you mentioned, Tar Baby, Uncle Remus being sort of like a um 
what's the word? Like, uh, let's just put it, let me just phrase it like this. The Sam Jackson character from Django Unchained. Like that's that type of character. Uncle Tom. I didn't want to use the word, bro, but you know what I'm you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I, I can say it. I'll All right. It. Yeah, I, I didn't want to use the word, but that's the, the essential of the controversy behind it. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they want to get rid of it. I just wish it was at least released, even on a limited release, so people could see it because I didn't think it was that offensive. But again, everyone's different and everyone has different tolerance levels so yeah as iron wolf said disney has a lot of shady past there's a lot of racism hell yeah dude don't even forget they have anti-semitic there's anti-semitic cartoons from back in the day dude walt disney you know you really go down to walt disney i mean he would he would definitely have been canceled uh uh, don uh, Don, go to you quickly what do you what do you you, any thoughts on this i'm actually agreeing on a lot of it i mean i for years even growing up i didn't put a connection of song of the south to um, uh, Splash Mountain, growing as a kid, I didn't watch Song of the South. So zippity doo zippity day, um, that just didn't have that same kind of impact to me. As but then I eventually did see the movie, so I saw the you know, like the, and I understand why people were offended on it, but it's like the perception is what I, I took out of watching it. Like because you said it right they don't say exactly what time frame it is. And um, if you just change some of the outfits and change some of the names, the perception of some of those songs and some of those uh, scenes can actually go a whole different way. That movie would change completely around if, if it was just done. But because of the fact that they didn't do that and they went with the way that they did, it just drove that home even more. I don't think they should have got rid of it. I agree there should have been disclaimers and they would be like, this is going to be more for adult Disney. This is like our bad. This is the thing. Looney Tunes has done it. Uh, Like everybody has done it at one point in time. And I personally would love to find those films and those uh, stuff, not because I enjoy them, but because they are history. And those are things that, you learn so much of that time, whether it was intentionally supposed to be offensive or not, it does represent that time in a scary way. And that's a good thing to see. And like, and you don't want to isolate that out because how, how is it you're not going to repeat your history if you don't know your history? Well said. Damien, quickly, thoughts on this as we uh, hit this topic? I just wish their timing was a little different. I mean, they've known about this change for a while. I wish they would have right. dropped it before all the stuff happened, and then it wouldn't have seemed like a reactive response. That's one thing. Yep. I good, would have liked note. to have seen yeah. more princess rides along the way or general princess rides, so that way it doesn't feel like they're just singling out Princess and the Frog. So for mm-hmm. me, I mean, there's a lot of things about timing. Disney's been doing things uh, like this, and other we've seen other networks do this like this. I saw your whole thing. I actually watched, I can't believe, the whole thing on The Bachelor. And it just seems like one of those situations. Yeah, I, I did. I it just got caught up in it. I don't know how. It was very entertaining. But um, the but the point is that uh, if you start doing this uh, in general, and when they pull movies like Song of the South, uh, it really is a slippery slope because then that means I mean they've already covered up badly the crack on um, Splash. Now you're going to end up with things like Dumbo is going to have the crows changed to Blue Jays and. Um, there's going to be a lot of other things that are going to be like that. Um, he doesn't have psychedelic trippy dreams and stuff like that. So my point is, is that, you know, it is a time, uh, there was a period. Um, 
I, I performed Zippity Doodah as a kid, by the way. I actually performed it in a, in a, in a kid's play. And I was happy to sing it. Wonderful feeling, wonderful day. I was, it's a happy song. I had no idea what what references that what it had, and I wrote it's a good them. song. Yeah, it's a good song, and I never and I never had any. And I honestly, until other people started pointing out the problem with it, I just like, well, that's how it was then. I mean, that's just how the that's just how people. He's just a happy slave, okay. Damien. Come on. Yeah, well, people people just here's the thing is that when people told stories at, in certain periods of our lives, just similar to the diehard woke thing. There's just certain things that were just acceptable in cinema. Um, there's things that the way certain men, the way certain men treated women in cinema is just as bad as just as how representation was in cinema back in the day. I mean, Jackie Gleason ta- threatened his wife just about every episode about beating her. I mean, see, let's see if that flies today on, on TV show. So there's just certain things that I do not believe in erasing the past. I do believe that it was time to upgrade the, the ride, but I just wish their timing was a little they should have just dropped that timing out uh, they knew about it for months i actually looked it up as soon as it came out i was like is this something new no they've, they've been talking about it for a while they should yeah. have dropped it when they had it no really well said i mean it's true Years, it's, it's just like that bachelor it's exactly just they're doing it because they have to now right and that that to me is not the best change right because you're just doing it because a mob is telling you to do it versus you believe it's the right thing to do um so i well said i mean i i agree I, people are accusing that at the same time it's like well look is whatever it takes to get there, I guess, because <laughs> they clearly weren't going to do it. Um, and now it's like uh, now it's pushing a lot of people over that edge. Like, all right, let's let's change some stuff. I mean, it's like I had the same problem with like Tina Fey. It's like, come on, Tina Fey. Now, of course, we're removing these episodes before someone tells me and c- catches me. Like it's everyone's playing catch up now. Like, did I ever do anything racist today? Oh, my God. What am I going to do? I got to cancel. It's it's a it's a you know climate we live in. We're like. Why? Why didn't you do it before? <laughs> you know, it doesn't make it right. You still, you know, what were we going to say, Danny? No, I was just going to say that uh, just to add to this as film fans, which everybody on the call is most people watching are it. There's a thing about kind of preserving history. This is why like the Star Wars changes George Lucas made piss people off. This is why like we're collectors. A lot of us are collectors, right? They could just as easily release the film in like a limited release and say, okay, for the collectors, here you go. But be aware that this is something that we don't really oh, believe in anymore. They could the never. Disney, they could never dude, do that though. Disney, I know they will. Disney I know won't they even. Won't. They don't like, care. Disney wouldn't let a mermaid's butt show on Disney Plus. <laughs> right, dude, dude. And the thing is, like, the thing about Disney, and this is one thing that I we talked about this a lot, is that they are very, and this is obvious, but hear me out. They are very corporate. Disney does things. I feel to pander to all the different groups i guess you could say the problem is that you have to look at it objectively and say are you doing this because you really care about us people like whether it be minorities lgbt or are you doing it because you want our money and that's really what when you break it down like that you know i i often wonder i'm, I'm not here to cast aspersions on disney's motive motives behind this but i do agree the timing of it seems like you know oh well we're going to replace this negative black stereotype with a black disney princess to make you guys happy when maybe it should have been done years ago because princess and the frog is not a new movie no and it's not let's be honest it's not a popular movie it's not a popular movie either i like it it's a beautiful film but it's not one that people are like yeah princess and the frog please 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 it's not you know it's not treated like it is lion king you know what i mean so it didn't Mm, make a lot of money i think it's a great film but it's like it is it is definitely pandering they're absolutely pandering right now because 
you know, that's what Disney does. So well said. Uh, that's what we got for this clip here. We're going to keep going live. So keep checking us out Thursdays, 9 p.m., whether it's on Movie World or uh, Popcorn Planet. Make sure you subscribe to both. I'll put the annotation up at the end. Thanks for watching this replay. We're going to keep going live for the audience here. So thanks so much for watching. Thank you. Check out Geekdom 101, World of Geekdom uh, for Danny's channel, Nerd Tots for Adon, and the other side for Damien. Thanks for watching and thanks for joining us, guys. See you next time. Bye. The stream is not over, by the way. No, the stream's not over. No, the stream leave. is not. No, no. So, just let I just know. Know. I clicked that came out. The movie came out in 1946 is when the movie came out. 46. Which, okay, got it. And then, yeah, the ride came really out interesting right, right after World War II, which is interesting. Um, and then uh, in, in crazier news of crazy things that people have decided to do because of this whole situation – I don't know if you heard Dixie Chicks have dropped Dixie. Yeah, I almost name. did that topic. I have a that's a whole nother topic. But that's I don't, a whole I don't crazy. Go, yeah, I don't want to no, go no, too. No, no, look, I'll, I'll say the unpopular opinion with them. I think they were right, and they were one of the first sort of canceled celebrities out there in the world because mm. they called out Bush after 9/11, and mm -hmm. the reality yeah, was Bush did some shady stuff after 9/11, yeah. uh, going to war and stuff. And so they were the one of the first sort of vocal people to call it out, and everyone everyone was like, "How dare you, un-American, burn the CDs?" So you know. <laughs> As that was very early days of cancel culture. What, whether you were, agree with their music, their politics, whatever, they, they, they it was true. There was a lot of shady stuff that happened from that side of politics. You can't deny it. Uh, and so they had a valid point of calling it out. And there, you know, people are allowed to call it out. Whether you agree with it or not doesn't mean you go burn their CDs. Uh, so look, I I like them, and I thought their new song was pretty great. It's a pretty good war march anthem. Okay. If you. Uh, but I like Taylor Swift too, so take that as I mean, you will. Yeah. <laughs> I like Taylor Swift too. So but uh, I, like I have to say, I saw even Steven Crowder like say, "Look, I don't. These are the dumbest people, but they write a catchy song." So yeah. uh, it is what it is. But uh, I do respect them. But dropping the Dixie was an interesting thing because I didn't that even was realize. Very but then when I yeah. Googled it, it really it, Dixie means like the Confederate yes. places of the South. I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And then you know what? Good on them. They educated me, and that's their right if they want to do it. It's going to be a hard brand to sort of uh, change. But uh, I'm sure some people are going to be annoyed by it. But, I, yeah, it was an interesting topic. But I, I don't want to get too I, lost on that one. But go ahead. What yeah, were you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just – Danny, go well, ahead. No, I was just going to say something real quick as a broader sort of subtopic on this. As Thank you, Sean. Sean Lankford donated a super chat over in the live chat. I saw you. It still works. See? Uh, you can also still do it through uh, – it, I guess it does work if you go to the old link. That's not this link. Or Streamlabs. Thank you. Go ahead. What were we going to say? And I also – sorry. While, while I'm there, i got to thank one more person. I just interrupted you. Let me just make sure I got them both done before I forget. <laughs> okay. it, I saw one more stream. It Gio. was G. Yes, Geo. Thank you, Geo. I, I appreciate that. You did that earlier. I meant to comment on that. Uh, so thank you, Geo and Sean. Uh, you guys can keep the donations coming. Uh, funding Movie World because I'm going to get way less money on uh, Popcorn Planet as I do these yeah. videos. Unrelated <laughs> Comb made a good point. Being called the chicks is going to be hell on their SEO. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And it's not – is that a good word? The chicks? That's I, true. Well, <laughs> if, if they're female and they're saying call us chicks – they I guess they I can. Guess. Sorry, but Danny, continue. You were going to say – Sorry. No, I was just going to say as a film fan, the whole Song of the South thing is concerning a little bit because – there are movies, lots of movies that have come out throughout the last hundred years that aren't going to work anymore. Like a lot of my favorite comedies of the eighties, like Police Academy, like um, Coming Trading to places. America, uh, Trading Places. That's exactly what I was. Jesus, you you read my mind. <laughs> so these movies feature characters that are racist, and they're not good characters. They're villains using the N word in Police Academy. A lot of homophobic slurs are being used, and also there's racial slurs in Police Academy as well. And I own these films on Blu-ray, but in the back of my head, I'm wondering, 
Will there come a time in the next five, ten years where these movies are not going to become available anymore? And it seems a little bit extreme, but I feel like the further we go into this sort of progressive mindset and the further we're trying to erase the past, the more likely it would be that some of these movies might not be available. So that does concern me because I feel like part of me wants to go out like this week and buy every controversial movie I can just to have it on Blu-ray so they can't take that away from me. Because in 10 years, I don't want to have to go on eBay or whatever and try to find a movie and out of print, out of print, out of print. That does concern me, even though maybe it shouldn't. It is a thought in my head because even again, even though those movies say things that we should say, if it's they're villainous characters and in some ways they're not villainous characters. I mean, in trading places, you know, you have, for example, um, Dan Aykroyd wearing a form of blackface in the film. Yep. That's not going to fly anymore. But it, but if you think about what they were doing in the context of the film, they were trying to fool the um, the, the character that had the, uh, the crop report. You know, it all makes sense in context. But again, as we become a more sensitive society, I wonder if some of these movies are going to start being uh, going out of print. I do wonder about that for real. It's totally true. Uh, I was gonna, I, oh, here's the question too for the for the panel. It's like what's the inter- the biggest complaint about? I mean, both Gone with the Wind and now Song of the South is that the black characters are happy, right? And so it's like there's this weird take where it's like you know, look, even somebody in jail is trying to be positive. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I, I, it's just confusing to me. Of like, it doesn't mean he's saying slavery is good. You know what I mean? Like, so it is. Is that the Green I, Mile? Yeah, so it's like I I, 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 look. I think what they do with the warnings, great. You know, put the warning on front, on top, and, and remind people, like, look, FYI, this was a time period, da da da. But they never use the word slave in the movie. They never say it. They never say that. We don't know what time it is. It could be after it, for all we know. So it is, it is slightly frustrating. Where it's like, well, I don't understand. He's, they're just assuming he's happy being a slave. I never got that assumption for my, for my. I just assumed he was a positive, happy person and. I like positive, happy people. Uh, so I, I don't know. It is, it's frustrating how we sort of have now just created intent in, in movies now as we cancel them, like of just what we think is going on because we're so safe. But yeah, I mean, stay tuned. We're doing more woke trailers and there we were, <laughs> there's every movie is filled with, about. if we, once we start, we're going down this road, you, you guys, Bro, we will see a lot <laughs> of more dude, of this happening. Ace Ventura first... I watched the other day. Oh my God, that oh, movie will not be the played. second one, especially. Oh, oh. my God. Dude, no, the dude, end of the first one. Go ahead. Someone in Africa. That. Dude, not just that. The first 10 Bond films, there is a Bond film where Bond literally puts himself on top of a woman. It, it's not rape, but it's as close as it gets. She tries, he tries to kiss her, right? And she turns her head like four times and finally she kisses him. This is not going to fly anymore. And, and there's so many movies like that from the 60s, 70s. There's so many of them, man. Like, And so I, in the chat, they're talking about stuff like, you know, Physical media. I believe in physical media because digital can be wiped away. Dude, Disney Plus and, and all this Netflix someday, not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, might vanish. And yep. then what? What are we left with? So physical media, I think, is still important for collectors and film people. Amen. I mean, Michael Bay, our meteor could hit us, and then suddenly the internet's gone, and then suddenly what are we going to do? I have a lot of DVDs behind me. I'm so glad. <laughs> but, yeah, it's true. I, physical media is a thing that exists that needs to we, – we can't be – I mean, my photos are all online. Once that If that cloud dies, <laughs> yeah. I got no photos of my kid. I always make sure to do one of those printing services just to have some – uh, but all well said. So there we go. Uh, oh, nice! Someone stepped up and uh, gave a super chat. David, March, thank heck you. Are these guys yeah. going to react to Roots? Right? <laughs> 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 so my, oh my, my God! They were slaves! How dare they? 
<laughs> so one way I feel like that some of these movies can pre- be preserved and not uh, history doesn't get wiped out is through documentaries. Um, if a movie sure. gets canceled, you know, why not? I mean, has anyone ever made a documentary on Song of the South? Disney needs to do it. Disney should yeah, do Disney it. Should yeah, do it. Yes. yeah, Disney should do it, yes. Disney should do it. They should. Have some but, balls. Because the thing about Disney is they're so – okay, let me get on this rant for a second because that's why I'm here. They're so squeaky clean. Hold on. Let's talk. Hold so... on. I'm recording this for you for my thing. Ready? Yeah, and uh, Put him spotlight. Yeah. I'm, Wait, spo- I'm, I'm spotlighting you. You're going on a rant about Disney being squeaky clean. Go ahead. Okay, you want wait, Disney wait. to do what? Okay, you want to just go into it right yeah, now? Yeah, go into a rant. We got a rant here about we're still talking about Song of the Santa while Disney will never do the right thing here. Go ahead. Okay, no, I was just saying that the thing about I agree. Make a documentary about Song of the South, put the movie out with the documentary and say this is what happened then, this is our thoughts, this is why we don't agree with it anymore. The point is that Disney and, and Red Letter Media covered this really well in their Mr. Plinkett review of Last Jedi. They're so squeaky clean and so overproduced. And so we have, oh, we're this company. We love everyone. Please buy our, our, our crap. And it's like, they've always been like this. But the problem with that is it's not real. It's manufactured. It's homogenized. It's not real. Case in point, the rise of Skywalker. Real quick example. We've heard so many stories from so many different sources about behind the scenes problems, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams. Are we ever going to get a documentary talking about the the trials and tribulations of Rise of Skywalker? What creative problems they run into? Did they give in to the fans who were going against Last Jedi? All these different things, and we're never going to see it. We are never going to see Disney ever acknowledge and have self-awareness of the mistakes they've made in the past. We're never going to see them say, okay, we screwed up. Here's the real story. You know, like, for example, the Canon Films documentary. That, that's the, the one that was on Netflix. Tremendous documentary about the Canon Films um, uh, film group. You know, and it talked about the good and the bad. And I think if they were just more real with the people, especially with the adults like us that grew up on Disney and want the whole story, I, I feel like it, it would be better. But they're not. They're just always trying to walk that line of being this squeaky clean corporation. So we're never going to get the real story. We are not going to ever find out what really happened with Rise of Skywalker until all these people are old, until we're old, and Abrams puts out his freaking book that has a tell-all book, or, or Mark Hamill, which might put it out sooner and later, and we find out all these secrets. Can you imagine how many secrets have been withheld from us throughout the years? And they're never going to just be ballsy and say, yeah, we fucked up, here's our, our you know, and we're growing from it. And, and to me, it just annoys me about that whole corporation. Everything has to be, oh, you know, we had a great time making this movie. Oh, Ryan Johnson was great. Yeah, oh, I love this creative vision. And you can tell it's BS. And it's, it's constant. It's a constant thing. You know what I mean? And so I just feel like it's not real. And it annoys me as a, as a person who wants them to be real. And they would take my money if they were more real on these documentaries and things like that. So yeah, I mean, my, my little yeah, no, and I, they're just gonna get Meghan Markle to narrate these documentaries anyway. So I don't want to see the Disney super clean, squeaky clean Meghan Markle narrated. Uh, here's the Tell truth. Us the real story. They're never gonna do that, man. Never. They never, they never, never. will. So no, I don't want Disney to touch any of it. Let them do their thing, and uh, let someone else actually make that documentary. Put it on Netflix. Netflix will take those. Has the balls to put those documentaries out there. Uh, man, that Epstein documentary is just. I have to shower after every installment. Uh, but yeah, like they're not afraid to put some intense documentaries out. So I, I would rather see it on another streaming platform than Disney. Right. Because right. they won't even want to say anything historical in that. It's true. Like I, I bet you Disney wouldn't put Roots on, even though 
hello like everyone needs to see roots it's a, such an important historical and powerful, uh, powerful, pa- and powerful yeah uh but pff, anyway all right so any other final thoughts before i get this i'm getting uh, anybody else want to say something quick as i tweet out our next topic because this one's this one's going to get weird anything else no, all right we're good, good. uh uh oh, join that's my us. rant brother thank you for letting me get that out any dude come on any time to rant uh i appreciate it i just right. wish companies were more real about this kind of stuff man no they're not all right well i just I, te- I, d- I just tweeted out our next uh topic which is a weird topic uh, maybe it's not weird uh, can you guys tell me if this is weird uh but let's start up round two here in nerd wars here we go Guys, I haven't seen uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, the cartoons, or I haven't read up to date with the comics, but I've been a fan of the Ninja Turtles since I was a child. I got a million of them back there. I got Krang, Bebop, I got Leatherhead. I mean, I got, dude, I got all the Ninja Turtles. So I, I'm a Ninja Turtles fan, but I, as I grew up, I didn't follow them as religiously. Uh, but there's a new article, I said, where they introduced a new member of the Turtles. I have it right here. Ninja Turtles add a new member. And I didn't realize they've actually added like a lot of members, apparently. There's, a, there's already a fifth Turtle. Uh, did you guys know this? Uh, her name is uh, Janika. Uh, and Janika is, 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 I was just going to go through, uh, does anyone, is anyone familiar with this stuff before I go down the, uh, Don, Damien, Chris, uh, Danny over at Geekdom. And, uh, thank you for this. Ashley, Andy, good luck Hi, with Andy. Movie World. Thank good you. Good luck with Movie World. Bravo, Ashley. Love you, Ashley. Thank you so much for that support. Movie World, we're streaming here, guys. This is part of our live stream, Nerd Wars, we were doing here. And Ashley, thank you for that support and reminding us to go subscribe to my second channel, Movie World, where we streamed here tonight. Uh, I appreciate it. Always, always love seeing you, and I'm grateful for your support. Uh, but does anybody, and in the chat, let me know, does anybody up to date on Ninja Turtles, do you know what I'm talking about yet, or am I educating you all? No, I'm familiar with it. Uh, I don't uh, read the comics uh, as much, but I do remember when they first announced her. And then, um, but like when that, when I first remember the announcement at that time, I was like, oh no, they already had one in the live action show that they had, Venus de Milo. Uh, and which, that did not work. <laughs> no, oh no, a lot of people good. did not like her. Uh, no, and, and she no, was like the multiverse. Yeah. They or... gave her shell boobs on uh, the Next Generation. <laughs> it was a very weird look. But yeah, yeah so the, so she, yeah, so she, her name is Janika. And I, I don't know this, Janika, Jenica. I don't know how to say it. Uh, but I think it's Jenica. Uh, she was a foot soldier. She started as a human foot, sh- foot, foot part of the Foot Clan, uh, and uh, she was dating Casey Jones. Uh, her debut, sh- and she wears yellow. Uh, and then uh, it, sort of an accident happens, and they mutate her and turn her into another turtle. So she's a previous Foot Clan member who becomes a turtle, and she's now a member. Now, I, I, look, I don't know. That could be cool. It's not Venus de Milo or whatever her name was, which wasn't cool. At least they're, like, going dark and giving her some cool backstory. But just I, I wanted you guys to know the full history because I didn't even know that part of it. But where, yeah. where it gets weirder for me is as I that, – that's not the fifth member. Uh, the fifth member is uh, Atho, a- Alopex, a mutant snow fox that under Kitsune's influence was a Foot Clan assassin – uh, and the first new Turtles character designed by co-creator Kevin Eastman in 15 years, debuted in 2011. Freed of Kisone's control, Apox becomes an ally to the Turtles and something more to Wrath. Uh, they come back together, yada, yada, yada. But so anyway, here we are. Here is Aatox. A- uh, how do we say it? Al- Alopex? Alopex is a snow leopard that now is the love interest for Raphael. Look, I don't know. Is this weird? 
I, do do are we are is interspecies uh, cartoon interspe a fox and a turtle are they just doing each other now in the turtles? Uh, Dude, it's not weird, man. Is this it's not it's, weird? It's, it's inter. It's hey, look, it's interspecies it's erotica. If interspecies it can erotica. a fox and a turtle cannot mate, Damien. If it's the island frog, of Doctor Moreau. A pig, if a pig and a frog can get together and make little pigs and frogs, <laughs> a turtle and a fox can. You hey, forget don't forget the first it was species. Oh, Kirk. oh, Kirby! But they never oh, got together. I never thought of them actually like snuggling. They've, <laughs> had, they've, seen, they've shown episodes of, of Miss Piggy dreaming, and they've, she's got little piglets and little froglets on the little right. bicycles and stuff like that. And the she, whole room smelled like bacon. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> Gonzo's trying to get up in there, and we don't even know what Gonzo is. He's an alien. So, we well, found that do, out in the movie. And, well, he can do some things no with his nose, bro, and we'll leave it at that. Gonzo, I was Gonzo, say, Gonzo wears his, you know, I mean, so we've, we've had He kind of knows what he does with that. I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Good <laughs> point. Let's be honest. Even in the first Ninja Turtles, uh, Michelangelo always had a thing for April. I was just going to yeah. say that, man. That's right. Damn it. It's we're on the same page, man. Yes, James, we're on the same page. It's true. always implied to have like a, a crush on April, bro. Now, the question about this fifth turtle is, are they all going to go in at once or are they going to take turns? That's what <laughs> I, I don't know. know. Well, that's what's, when you're looking at, uh, I, I, again, I don't really care. I just, I was reading, I was like, wow, they're doing interspecies uh, stuff in there. But Damien, you make a good point. Miss Piggy Kerman have been doing it forever. I asked you guys to come up with an example before because I put this together quickly. But I don't I, It's just, look, what's weird to me is, look, they, you're right. April's a good example, too. But they always, like, make the girl turtle show up as if, like, oh, okay, well, in order to have a love interest or a female there, it's got to be a fellow turtle. But now, apparently, they've sort of finally admitted, no, you're right. They liked April, and now they can have a female snow leopard that can come in uh, that Raph can be attracted to. Uh, and who am I to judge who they're attracted to, I suppose? Uh, you know, I, I do I do worry. Uh, based on the island of Dr. Moreau, you can create some really dangerous subspecies there that might really just mess up the whole world if mutant turtles turtles start you know uh, procreating with humans and and snow fox who knows what's going to happen in that comic but hey i'll read it uh <laughs> james tyler came up will with you really example. though no i probably yeah. won't which, i still won't which one did he come up with <laughs> uh with the uh, madagascar the hippo and the giraffe oh, you're right. yeah i was gonna say uh, donkey and the dragon and shrek shrek and the donkey and the dragon so this is a commonplace thing yeah it's a common thing i'm not too Love is blind, Andy. Love is blind. <laughs> we also we also can't look at it from like a sexual perspective. It is something for kids. Even though the turtles is a little bit more adult, because the IDW comics are a little bit more adult. The thing is, they always have like quote fifth characters come in to help them. Like you've got Mondo Gecko and Ace Duck, yep. and they have always yep. done stuff like this. Yeah, so this isn't really Jimbo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Howard the Duck did almost get laid with by that one chick, didn't he? There the uh, were duck kids in the movie. Remember <laughs> yeah. that. And in the comics, he really did. Duck boobs. <laughs> Woo! Yep. Never, yeah, that, was, that was the. Yeah. That was early for me. That was Andy, weird. Look in the. Uh, what are you sending me something? Yeah. Uh, I don't see it yet. But here, I. So there anyway, my point was, I got to be careful what I show here. But they, they're. <laughs> oh no, 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 this is this is. Totally... Oh, this, this is. Uh, there is a lot of fan fiction of these two being romantic together. Gosh. Uh, they oh, are. Man. They are a cute uh, couple together. Um, snuggling and I mean, look. Who doesn't like Would calling you say up with a cat? Power couple? They they seem to be. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he's flirty. slow and she's quick. You know, turtle. They box. are. I mean, yeah. Look, this looks cute. I don't know how it's gonna work, but you know what? That's none of my business. So. Oh, I know he's dressing works. in white just to you know kind yeah. of match. Oh, uh, but yeah, well, there you go, guys. I, I guess this is not non-story. I. Uh, who, who you're right who why should i be worried about who they love 
Mutants if I was can. Rap, I'd tap that. I mean, furries do exist. <laughs> Well, that's what I was trying to. I, I, this, I, when I first saw this, I saw this more of like, you know, like endorsing furries. But I guess uh, they're not furries; they're real animals. So I can't yeah. click on this. What are you? Well, they're what are you talking about. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, oh, she's, she is wearing clothes. This is example. Yeah. Oh my god! Be, this be is careful when you look up TMNT. Interspecies like, romance in Western yeah. animation. Oh my god! Someone, com- of course, someone compiled. Of course, someone did. It's the internet, an man. Example of every time a dog and a person or, or two animals have uh, been together wow it's true there is a lot of them <laughs> holy moly i guess i never really paid attention i've uh i've been I mean, uh, roger rabbit you know uh yeah roger, roger rabbit, rabbit obviously is, obviously is link. well roger that's rabbit, a great um, point bugs bunny he's gotten around well he's also it, a cross oh dresser i'm so. like i'm not even, look at this <laughs> list i can't even get through i this. know it's insane isn't it <laughs> Uh, oh my god yeah look that, animals uh, are getting uh, around uh what was it uh, <laughs> the warner brothers uh, uh wacko and dot uh, oh uh, yeah animaniacs. Animaniacs. animaniacs yeah yeah yeah. we don't even know what they uh, are and they were uh, definitely going for everything else yeah yeah, oh, yeah they, they they're doing they, a reboot of that i believe yeah they place true on everybody and yeah. donatella all the turtles have a crush in april you're right does she ever hook up with any of the turtles has she ever been uh, attracted back no, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think so. Think so. I think so they won't kissed, go there. Like, in cartoons, she's kissed them, but like just as in a flirting way. In the like, forehead. That seems yeah. like that. You know what? You know why don't why do, turtles should get love too? Why can't April? She's a turtleist. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I consider her a tease. Yeah, she should. But I mean, they okay. saved her life how many times? Okay, Andy, would you sleep with a female turtle? No, but that's besides the go. point. <laughs> Depends. Is she is she six foot tall and a ninja? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, come on! Did you see Venus de Milo in that shell? No, it's I would not. It looks really weird. <laughs> Why did they give her shell boobs? I, it, why? Because uh, people wouldn't be able to tell that she's a female yeah, otherwise. Oh, it's so I, weird! It is so weird. And then they made her like light blue. They already had blue, but I guess they didn't want to make her purple. I guess they were pink or something. I, that was they're like, well, let's. Look, uh, I all I know is the turtles good for them. I like this other the Jan- Janika character. I like that uh, she's a Foot Clan member becoming mutated, and then she's probably like conflicted. Uh, that's a cool backstory. That makes that makes me want to read it more than uh, the Snow Fox uh, dating uh, Raphael. But hey, I guess I uh, you learn something every day. Interspecies romance is a common thing in the world. How did I not know this? It's part of me read. Wait, be careful. This could lead to even more mutated mutants. Uh, but that's just very. Uh, What's the, I'm being like the uh, the X Men. I'm, I'm I shouldn't be against the mutants. Any final thoughts on this story? Um, James also brought up. I was gonna I wasn't gonna bring it up, but there is footage of dolphins and humans. So oh gosh. oh god, all right, well, all right we're not going down that. Let's change this topic before it what gets is this, the, galaxy? the internet <laughs> has topic. everything on it, bro. It's a scary place. Oh god. Well, if you we're watching clipping this for YouTube, stay tuned. We're gonna stay here live on the streams so and don't leave anywhere. But if you guys know more about this Ninja Turtle stuff, tell me down below. Should I be watching it? Are you all cool with this? Is this cool? Are we happy for Raph and uh Uh let me know your thoughts in the comments down below. Thanks for watching more Nerd Wars here. Always Thursday nights live, or you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, and all that stuff. Thanks for watching everybody stay tuned live viewers we're not going anywhere bye 
All right. So, yeah, I, th- I guess that wasn't as weird as I thought it was. You're right. Miss Piggy and Kermit really is the most uh, interspecies one I can think of. Actually, it just dawned on me, like, half of the Disney films are like that, too. Well, I was saying Robin Hood is the one that comes to mind. Robin Hood. Uh, oh, no, they were both foxes, weren't they? Were they? Them, foxes. yes, but didn't uh, Baloo and uh, – not Baloo, well, the Little John and the uh, – And the chicken. The chicken, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I got two more okay. way better stories that are quick ones. Let's get to this really <laughs> fast. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody, welcome to Nerd Wars. We're here. We taped live Thursday. I'm pre-taping these so I could have content for the rest of the week. If you guys didn't catch us, we were doing it over on my new channel, Movie World. Go subscribe. I'll link it at the end. Uh, but, guys, uh, so happy to have Danny over at Geekdom still here. Damien, my man Chris, and Adon, we're all here talking. We had some fun topics. But, guys, uh, I just saw this uh, tease today. Dan Aykroyd's out there doing some press, and they have already announced that Ghostbusters Afterlife feeds into the possibility of more sequels. Uh, we have two cool quotes here. I'm going to read them really quick. Dan Aykroyd's thoughts. Uh, let me just zoom this in for so I can read it. Uh, they talked about doing the film without Harold Ramis. Uh, to have that formation without that man standing right there on the line with us was a pretty serious adjustment. He will be f- very well represented in the new film. I can tell you that. He's very honest, honorably represented, which is cool because clearly the, it's, it's uh, his daughter. We still have to understand how or why. So I like that. That's a good way to respect him and, and figure out how to do this. And they brought in Ivan Reitman's son. It's just it's, it's in the family. I, I believe they're handling this seriously. But I do love this. It's to, have that, to not have that man standing there with us on the line, that to me implies we're going to get the old Ghostbusters standing in a line, guys, which I'm like, yes. Yes, please. Uh, but beyond that, um, he also went on to say, Jason Reitman is passing the DNA of the first two movies directly to the new generation. It's just a lot of fun to see these terrific young actors slinging the old Cadillac around and having the equipment in their hands. The story that develops from that is scary and funny and heartfelt and also funny. Uh, he said it twice. Uh, and it feeds into the possibility of more follow-ups with this group and with others who want to join. Uh, look, I think I take that as positive. You, you typically, I would get frustrated by a film saying, "Yeah, we're already planning five sequels." Uh, but with Ghostbusters, if you're going to do it, it's nice to know that they are prepared for a potential in success. Uh, does this worry you guys, or does this excite you? Are you guys excited for Afterlife? I think uh, it shows that they're very confident in this film. I think that's one thing that I feel like 2016 did not have is confidence. And I think that with Aykroyd involved and being sort of pro this film, I think a lot of the old fans are going to give it a shot. I think this movie is kind of like an apology for 2016 saying, no, this is the real Ghostbusters 3. And I think it'll kind of maybe hopefully, hopefully have that sort of Creed vibe where they pay tribute to the older Rocky films, but tell a new story, but still have the old cast around sort of passing the torch, what the sequel trilogy should have done. And so I feel like it just shows they're confident. I don't think they're actually saying we're going to make multiple sequels, but it's like what you and I said in our, in our video about Sonic. If it makes money, they'll do it. And I think that they feel like it will make money. I think it's all going to be about promotion. The first trailer made it seem like it was more of a suspense thrill than a comedy, but we'll see. I mean, it's hard to capture the spirit of that original film because you have four very charismatic actors, actually about six, if you count Sigourney Weaver and, um, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Annie Thank Potts. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Annie Potts. Yeah. Seven or eight, actually. And uh, don't forget the, the the guy from the EPA. They're all very charismatic yeah. actors. Walter Peck. Yeah. Walter, Walter Peck, Andrew, uh, yeah. William Anthrothen. Right. So I feel like with with this movie, it's an, it'll, it'll be tough to capture that. But we haven't seen much of the movie yet. So 
it just show, to me, it just tells me that they're very confident in how it'll do. And I, I'm definitely going to go see it because I'm, I'm a Ghostbusters huge, huge fan of, the, of those films. Even I even like part two, which everybody, some, I grew up loving that film. And then when I got on the internet, cause the internet, everybody hates everything. Ruins everything yeah. 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 I love Ghostbusters too. People, some people hate it. I love it. It's not as good as the first one, but I still love it. So yeah. your love yeah. keeps lifting me higher. Uh, yeah. As a kid, man, I love that song. I mean, that's that when you get great. the river of slime and everything. You can't yeah. No, it was fun. I love it. Any other thoughts on this? Uh, um, you know, I think they did. I mean, first of all, we got some of the actors from Stranger Things. I think they've been able to do these um, child actor films like it and things of that nature where um, they are able to capture uh, essence of what we used to have when we were growing up with the Goonies and things of that nature. I think um, the wonder of being a Ghostbuster, what kid doesn't want to be a Ghostbuster and what kid doesn't want to overcome their fears. I think there's a lot that could be said there with a the coming of age story. Um, the Ghostbusters themselves, even though they were older, they all really kind of found themselves while, you know, busting ghosts. And I think that, you know, especially if there's a lineage there, I, I don't mind lineage stories. I don't mind stories that sit there and go, all right, we're passing it on to the next generation. What I don't like is when they erase the past and then try to completely Kylo Ren it and um, retcon it. And all of a sudden my char- my favorite characters are playing different roles and confusing Luke side world. Yeah, yeah. Side world yeah. situations. So, um, I think the spirit of this is in the right place. Yeah, well said. Adon, thoughts on this? Uh, when I first heard about it, I, the immediate thought I had was Extreme Ghostbusters. Um, and I remember that cartoon, and I enjoyed it for what it was, uh, although it was definitely not as good as like real Ghostbusters. But then when I saw the trailer and like and hearing the feedback on it, I'm looking at it positively, and I'm being hopeful with it. I, I, I'm, I would be completely comfortable if it was a one and done, in all honesty. But I can see the logic in them saying, we're confident enough to say we have this done in a way. If we need to do more, we can do more. It makes sense to me. Yeah, and that's going to do franchise everything. I, I got to see more for me to know if I want more, obviously. But right. I, I'm, I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't have a problem with them planning in advance. I think planning and in advance is, is always is going to be think, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, Chris. I, I but Andy, the, with the okay, sorry, go ahead, Chris. I think the best thing that they could have done, just to echo off what Damien said, was to cast Finn Wolfhard in this role, because he's used to one playing in like an '80s style show, so like he can get in that mindset really well with Ghostbusters, and two, he's donned the uniform. And yeah, who cares? Pack, you know, but but you no, know, but you get in that mentality. No, that's I not mean, the same thing. I think it is. I think he's he just copied it, and I think it's going to be good for there are going to be sequels. I liked him better in but, it. It showed it to me more. Uh, yeah. So we'll, well, we'll see yeah, you haven't seen him in this yet. But, but yeah, Andy, look, I what, like him. Go ahead, Damien. Yeah. Well, what I want to ask is that, I mean, when you have a film franchise, and let's face it, Ghostbusters is a franchise. It's had cartoons. It's had several movies and stuff like that. I mean, you almost can't think of doing a film as a one and done. I mean, really, if like, if you had took any franchise, any film, could you honestly sit there and say, I'm going to write this and I'm going to create this without the, without the intention of at least having like some, I still want the film to be contained. I don't want it to be like, um, unfortunately what they did to poor Alita, which they have and brought me a sequel where they just left it so open. You're like, well, this doesn't feel, it feels complete, but it doesn't feel complete. I still want it to be a complete story where it ends, I don't mind an after after credits 
you know, scene or something like that, like Nick Fury that might hint towards something else. But this story is complete. But with a franchise, I don't think they could do that anymore. I don't think they could make a, a film and not think about what, what the next one's going to be. Yeah, no, well said. Uh, and uh, I just got a note. Thank you, oh, Julie, Jay Will. Thank you for that donation. I'm gonna let me. I'll hit, once we finish this topic, I'll get your cover and uh, Jay Will. But thank you. You also told me that Michelangelo was the sexiest turtle. I agree. Uh, I see your donations. I'll get to you in a minute. But thank you for that support that you sent in. Uh, yeah, look, I think it's good. You prep. I, I still stand by that. I, I'm very. I'm sad we don't get to see this movie anytime soon. I was really looking forward to it. Uh, we'll see what happens. We still got a lot of time left. But here's an interesting sub story that I thought I would just throw in there. This article made me laugh. Uh, the headline, why Ghostbusters Ernie Hudson wasn't in Black Panther, despite wanting to be. <laughs> this is literally an article from This is like literally an article from Cinema Why wasn't Ernie Hudson in? So now we're literally going to, what other iconic black actors? Why weren't they in Black Panther? Uh, why was Eddie Murphy not in Black Panther? <laughs> Come on, exactly. Why was it? Yeah, exactly. This Spike Lee didn't have a cameo? This is ridiculous. Coming to America character. <laughs> uh, thank you for that, David. Uh, this is like insane though how he's just like this is an article now uh, apparently though he's trying to get himself out there Ernie Hudson's like who president of Marvel I kept sending him texts and it's like hey I'm here I'm available uh, and I'm not very good at begging you know what I mean I don't know how to, how, you, how to do that well I've been a fan of the Marvel and DC movies I love that stuff I grew up a lot of it but it hasn't been for my lack of desire to be part of it poor Ernie Hudson uh, for, and then he talks about uh, but apparently the feeling was the role wasn't he oh, he was almost uh didn't end up the movie like it seems like uh it, he was rumored to be in talks uh but apparently the feeling was the role wasn't big enough first it was the dad in black panther so i kind of uh, so i kind of hinted at it i went a little beyond hinting the fans started to pick it up so i was called and i said well you know there's a part of the dad he said well that part is too small for you oh sorry so it's someone he actually is uh so that something else will come in uh, so all right so it's he did confirm it all right finally this story i thought was just stupid because like why are they bringing this up but i guess he was in talks for the dad, then therefore ignore me. So uh, civil, he was in Civil War. He was almost considered to do the part. I don't believe this. This is a confusing article. It's misleading, too. Uh, but, yeah, Ernie Hudson, I do. Ernie Hudson was great in uh, The Hand That Rocks a Cradle. Do you remember that, that one, guys? Mm-hmm. I got to do that film here on Movie World. He's a good uh, actor. He's fantastic actor. I got to meet the guy. Nicest guy. We did an interview with him uh, with Casper Van Dien on our cult classic show back in the day. So, look, he should be in there. A lot of people should be in there. But I hope we don't keep getting uh, articles of why every black actor isn't in there. Uh, regarding, though, Ghostbusters, uh, it's nice that Ernie Hudson's back in there. When he showed up at the end of Answer the Call, the, the Kristen Wiig one, I thought it was so weird he wasn't just, you know, Winston. There was no reason they couldn't have made him Winston, like, passing it off to his niece, Patty. So just it was the whole thing was just so silly that they didn't cross the streams. Uh, so I'm glad to see that this time they will officially do it. So I'm on board. I'm excited. I'm glad. I, I really like the tease of uh, when we were staying on that line together uh, that Dan Aykroyd slipped. That makes me think, oh, they're going to they're gonna get Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd at least in there, and, and Ernie Hudson there with the kids, like, doing it. Uh, that'll That'll – that could be great, or it could just be more pandering that we're just like, oh, man, it's like Anchorman 2 or Dumb and Dumber 2. Sometimes it's not good when they're back. Uh, but we shall see. Uh, thanks for watching here on YouTube. Live streamers, stay here. We'll be still streaming, uh, but clipping this for my videos this week. Thanks so much for watching. Come check out Movie World and Popcorn Planet. You can subscribe to them both, or you can check out the previous Nerd War topics uh, over on one of these sides. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you later. Hey, I got a quick technical question Yes, for now you. we're here back. Sorry. What's up? No, I was quick. So when you're doing this with OBS, are you like recording, hitting start record for the segments and separating the video? Or are you going to come in after, download the stream, and no. then cut it out? F that work, dude. See, just because we're live streaming, we're just talking, and I'm going to unlist this anyway. 
I just and the audience is so patient. I love you guys. I just uh, stream it and then I hit record, do my intro, and then I record five episodes and, and then stream so I can. Uh, and it actually has it's worked, guys, for anybody who's looking because I get more views by clipping them out and having multiple uh, topics out on the YouTube algorithm right, than right, just having right, one right. long two-hour stream, which will always get me one or two thousand views. Uh, but I, I can oh, get 10, 15,000 views if I do it the other way around. So, and since we're doing it weirdly on Movie World, I want to make sure people got to see these tomorrow because uh, I can't record tomorrow. See, you got to think hey. ahead, guys. It's a good, it's a good trick. Go ahead. What's somebody hey, else? Andy, I got I one more just, topic. I just a creative thing. I just thought a creative thing that you just kind of spawned right there. Do it. So, in the Kristen Wiig uh, Ghostbusters, when they opened up that portal and um, one of them fell in, right? How cool would it have been had they seen and showed a clip? Um, I believe there was a uh, portal that was also opening in, in the other Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. How cool would it have been had the character just popped in and seen the other world um, with the other Ghostbusters the crossing the stream? And then all of a sudden you would have had an – you're like, oh, we're in an else world. We're just in an alternate dimension. Mm. I was like – when you were saying that, I was like, man, what would have happened if they would have just popped their heads through that portal when they fell in and just saw, saw our Ghostbusters? They had all the cast there. The movie would have been sucked though. <laughs> the movie would have still sucked, but at least I would have given it a pass for not, not using our Those... ghost. Why are you going to have all of the same characters, all our Ghostbusters, they're not playing Ghostbusters? That yeah. make sense. Well, they wasted those cameos. They were so embarrassing. Right. It was so yeah. embarrassing. I mean, the biggest problem with that movie just wasn't funny. How do you not? How do you have those four people and not be funny? I don't know. I didn't laugh once. Uh, let's go through. Um, I got one more topic for you. You can hang as long as you want. I'm going to stay here a while, but I know you had to go, Danny. But I got one more topic I'd love your oh, thoughts I on. I can hang up for a You can bit. hang as long as you want, but just know I'm going to, I don't want to keep you unless you're – just text me or let me know if you got to bail. Uh, but real quick, oh, I want to thank these uh, – Jay Will, thank you. Michelangelo is the sexiest turtle. Just, do you guys – let's talk about that. Who's the sexiest turtle? That's a good one. Raphael. Hmm. You're into bad boys, huh? Yeah, he's up well – you like that little bit of Spitfire? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> see, if, bit. If, if, okay, so if, if I were to cross-gender them, see, I go for the geeks, so I'd have been a Donatello. Donatello. Yeah, I mean, I want, I want that nerd girl if I was going to cross-gender them all to females. Um, no, they got to be guys. It. Don't be don't be uh, against it. Come on. You never oh, okay. know. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> I still think I'm, I'm a brains guy, so I'd have still said, Raphael looks like if I was going to go on a date with him and, and, and all of a sudden he, I ordered something, he'd piss off and he'd like, beat up the waiter for bringing the wrong thing out. I don't. Raphael has anger issues. I can't deal with that. That's too much stress for me. Yeah, I'm, I agree. The anger. I'm already angry Donatello. enough a lot of times. So I'm with you on Donatello, a fellow nerd to just nerd out with and like build shit. I'm down for that. Michelangelo reminds me of like a, 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 a someone I would date that after a while I'd be like, oh god, are you never serious? <laughs> uh, oh my god, oh, get geez, a job, I'm, move out of your parents' house. Yeah, I have to move out of your uncle Splinter's house. And, and with all due respect, dating Leonardo would be like dating Grace Randolph. Oh, why? What? <laughs> oh, why? I, I'm just trying to be funny. Is she? I, I wasn't going to be even meaner. Is she? Is she that smart? <laughs> oh, well, no, Leonardo. Leonardo. Oh, Leonardo. He's like uh, the the headstrong leader who's always trying to do right, but uh, isn't always right. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. You just, man, you and Jody both—that's two two nights in a row. No, oh, no, look, I, I, I like this. Look, I'm just messing around. <laughs> I have no problem. The only issue I have with her is that she said that 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 Rambo was too violent, which, but that's it. Yeah, we had a fight. Well, I'll ask you that next. Remind me of the Jody fight we did yesterday. I'm curious what you're talking about. But Adon, which I sexiest sexiest turtle? Adon, who would you pick? So when I first heard that, my mind went through cycles. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna layer it out this way. So Michelangelo is that fun one that you just want to like hit every now and then and get with every now and then. Raphael is like that one and done because that's going to be drama and that's going to be right. There's nothing but chaos, but that might be a good time. 
Donatello is definitely the one you want to have a relationship with. That's, that's the wife. one. That's wifey material. Yeah, it's like F. Mary Kay of this, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> FMK. Does that mean that Splinter is like the MILF next door? The Splinter. <laughs> Splinter. Uh, it, it, more like a gilf. Like, <laughs> like, oh, God. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but she'll Pimp, teach you all kinds of tricks. The, the Splinter is like that one's like, I, it's like, I will show you things that you have never imagined. Come on, Sutra. <laughs> right. Well, how do you do add a fourth? F, Mary, F, Mary, kill, uh, two F, kills? F, Mary, kill. Divorce. Divorce. Leonardo would be to divorce. Yeah, who's you want to, your ex with, with kids. Yeah, who do you want to be your oh, divorce gosh, ex with kids? <laughs> who do you want to be your current wife? Who do you want to be the one you get to F before you're, you know, before you're married? Who do you want to kill? Uh, four Ninja Turtles. We have to all agree. Okay. So Michelangelo. I would kill Raphael. Really? Uh, I would kill I Leonardo. No, Leonardo. I want to be. I want to have. Leonardo. I want Leonardo to be who I'm divorced to. Okay. Okay. Right? He's the most rational. Donatello would be yeah. the relationship. Yeah, I, agree. I think we all agree that. No, Mary, you're right. Mary I want to. I want to f Raphael. I want to marry Donatello. I want to kill Michelangelo, and I want to divorce Leonardo. Kill Michelangelo? Done. I thought you just Done. said he I'm was just... the sexiest turtle. No, 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 no I switched it. it for a good oh, f. Switched it. No, for he a did. good he f, f Raphael, because you don't want to marry. You want to f Raphael. He's he's got. Can, yeah. Can I kill Venus de Milo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm and then I kill Michelangelo. The only actual female. Uh, all right. No, anybody else want to make their list? I, I'm standing. I'm sticking by mine. I'd uh, say F. Michael. Uh, so that's a tough one. I. I mean, I'm close <laughs> with you with the Raphael because he's a bad boy. You know. Yeah, Everyone he's gonna know. He's gonna know what bad. to do. You know, he he's not gonna to be. Do. He's so, gonna be okay. very experienced. No, I think I'll have to stick with what yours is. Very experienced. I, well, I, would, I would swap out. See, I would kill Leonardo and ex Michelangelo. Uh, ex Michelangelo, because Michelangelo. Yeah. Michelangelo was that young love. We were together. We were young. And you fucked up. Yeah, and yes. then we fucked up. And hey, we're still friends, but you know, I can't, I can't be in a relationship with you, Jody. Leonardo, Jody, Leonardo you gotta join us if you're gonna talk. You sorry, back. I saw you in there, Jody. You gotta meet uh, Geekdom, and I want to hear him. He wants to talk about Grace Randolph. So come on, let's let's have let's see Geekdom and uh, Jody go off. No, oh man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm TMing oh, to you if you want to come. Jody. I love Jody though. I, I I subscribe to Jody yeah. because he uh. He entertains me, and he's very real deal. And I respect anybody on this platform with real deal because there's a lot of fakery out here on this uh, on this uh, YouTube space. Yeah, well, hold on. Let me see if he does. But sorry, Chris or anybody else, did you have any uh, F. Mary kill divorce on anybody else? Have an opinion on that, or are we, are we done? Or can we come up with, like, another group that we want to uh, – now that we have I just, four? I just Which DM'd it to you, Jody. Do you want to F. If you want to join in, uh, you're welcome to join into the uh, Ooh, chat room. Ghostbuster. Oh. Did you so which Ghostbusters do you want to have? Yeah, I may need, to, may need to hide your camera, though, Chris, so I don't have to have a fifth. Uh, yeah, 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 that's fine. Uh, I know you're you're cool uh, yeah, if he joins. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the I, I, I got to stick with mine. Because, look, Michelangelo would be fun to hang out with and probably maybe F. But if I got to pick – I wouldn't want to marry him. I don't want to be divorced to him because he wouldn't pay child support. Well, he'd that's be, the thing. I just wouldn't thought have of, a job. Too, like, the kids, uh, he would be, be bad with He'd be kids. real bad. I know he'd be fun with them, but he wouldn't be. A, he wouldn't actually like do their homework and be a responsible <laughs> adult, you know? See, I, I would divorce yeah. Raph. You know, and and here's my logic. Oh, he's gonna be it. so mad at you though all the time. Did he beat yes, you? Yes, but we're talking <laughs> about extra awful kids. Getting time. He'll still let me. Raph will still let me see the kids, and I'd be like, Raph, the kids are misbehaving. You you take care of them. You you do this, and like Raph will be the ones like that'll be the bad parent. And I Raph is like, like a like, bad soccer dad. <laughs> Raph, Raph will kick and punch the ref. What do you mean he's out? Exactly. <laughs> and I will always look like the good guy next to Raph. <laughs> yeah, it's he's uh, he's a danger to be divorced to. 
Uh, and then, yeah, Donatello, I, I still stand by. He's going to be the funnest to actually make stuff, be smart, converse, watch nerdy movies. Yeah, I love it. And that's you smart can pop mode. popcorn and just hang out with Donatello. And and, and lay, if you're laying on his lap, he's going to, like, invent stuff for you. You're going to be like, oh, your shoulder hurts? Cool. I made this massage thing. Check it out. It's like, damn, you're such a good husband. <laughs> you, can wife nerdy to, you can have nerd wars with him. That's, that's you, right. You know, if you clip this out, it would actually get a lot of views. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the one thing I didn't freaking record. Oh, you can clip uh, it after the part. Do it later. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's he's in an Uber. Sorry, no, all good. He's the. Uh, oh. thanks, Joe. <laughs> all good. Sorry, I thought if, if you were there, I, just, I always like to invite you just because I don't. If you, you're always welcome, but yeah, do we got to do? Um, yeah, no, of course, doing the turtles probably would have been the best thing we did tonight if I and I didn't record it. I'll I can clip it off this later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I still stand by the fact uh, that Raph is the best F. Uh, he's, I don't think anyone disagrees with you on that. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we've settled on that. <laughs> Good. All right, I'm glad. All right, I was gonna go. Um, uh, all right, so I will. So Jody, well, Jody, stay safe. I wanted you involved in this because I wanted to ask uh, Danny because we asked who's better, John Campia or uh, Grace Randolph. So you you're gonna pick uh, John Campia? Me? Yeah. Man, that's like picking the same person with a different gender. <laughs> um, no, uh, I actually okay. So this is Jody's question. I'm he brought it up, so I'm just curious. They're, no, they're they're pretty they're they're similar, but uh, look, I do have respect for both of them. I don't agree with everything they say, but I have respect for anybody who loves movies. Sure. Right. But I think I think I will go with with Campia only because I feel like he does. I feel like he does a little bit more homework. That's that's and to me that's important for YouTube and for me. Like people always ask, me, what kind of channels do you watch? And I always tell people, I like to watch YouTubers that educate me. I know there's a lot of entertainment out there. There's a lot of big channels that do a lot of wacky stuff, but I'm always like looking to learn stuff. So like, that's why I love like gaming history and things like that. So I think Campion is a little bit more homework. So I, I probably would edge him out on that one. Yeah, it's fair. This is my opinion, of course. That's fair. And sometimes, yeah, you can entertain people in various ways, even through comedy and other ways. So, yeah, that's a good, right, good right, way right, to right. do it. For sure. Uh, man, not a lot of Campia fans though in the comments. Uh, oh, no, this, oh, it's the same one. Sorry. No, it's, yeah, it's got some Campia supporters over there. Uh, yeah, no, I picked Campia. I still would pick Campia. Uh, but I got, I do, look, I respect them both for their hustle, as I said that show. Of course. Respect them both for the hustle. It's, 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 and a, you could have a conversation with them about movies and it would be a good conversation. Yeah, no, dude, I would talk to both of them, rationally, civilly, anytime. But they, they don't like to talk to people who rock the boat or aren't afraid to say whatever the hell they want. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they want to say it in their circle. They're not one to like sort of be like, yeah, walk it. They want to keep their thing contained. And you know what? Good for them. Do what you got to do. Uh, all right, so I have one more topic here. And then, guys, you can send in some topics. I'm going to hang for a bit because I want to build this watch time up. So if you guys want to hang tonight, tweet it out. If we've got another fun topic, let me know. I'll let you guys, if you guys have any topics, we can, we can, uh, uh, we can talk about the three boob lady again, Chris. We, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, there's the, that was the worst. That was the worst thing. Grossest. Uh, we find, but Damien and Don, something other than three boob. If you have another topic out there, you want to bring up, let me know. Uh, but I have one more, um, uh, news line headline that came that I thought I'd record to see if this is interesting. Here we go, guys, get ready. And you can stream lab or cash app your, uh, questions over in between, uh, this round and I'll hit, I'll get them afterwards. Here we go. We are live here at Nerd Wars. We are taping some segments. We had a whole fun live stream. So much stuff you missed. Check out the playlist at the end of all the uh, fights we had. Uh, they'll be uploaded today and tomorrow. Uh, and you can always catch us live Thursday nights, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time or Tuesdays. Uh, or on you can listen to the audio version on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff uh, when Chris gets it. Because sometimes it's hard for us to get it up there right away. But thank you, Chris, for your hard work. We got Chris here who does that and all, so much more here on the channel. We got Damien. We got Don. And we got Danny from Geekdom 101 and World of Geekdom. So happy to have you guys. 
I'm surprising you with stories as we go. I got another one to show you. I want to see what you guys think of this one. There is a Twister reboot in the works at Universal with Joseph Kaczynski eyed to direct. Joseph Kaczynski from uh, Tron. Uh, he's the one who did Tron, right? Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy. And then he's doing he's doing uh, Top Gun Maverick, and he also did Tom Cruise's Oblivion. Uh, the previous uh, Twister, obviously, as we remember, was directed by John DeBont, who did Speed. They spelled his name wrong. It wasn't John DeBoot. Uh, come on, Variety, who works for you over there. Uh, but, yeah, who did Speed. Uh, this uh, is uh, obviously the iconic film starring Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, about right. tornado chasers. Uh, yeah, Bill Paxton, rest in peace. Uh, super, super, super sad loss. Uh, Helen Hunt is still around. Uh, plot details are vague, but the original film starred them. It's uh, Storm Chasers, uh, a couple on the brink of divorce. They team up to chase tornadoes in order to deliver their advanced weather alert systems that have been placed in the path of twisters. Uh, brought in $494 million worldwide. That's a lot back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and it was applauded for its special effects. It even has that sort of twister zone at Universal Studios still. Uh, so anyway, he's got John Kaczynski, Kaczynski is now up for it. They don't mention whether this is a... Sequel, reboot, no one knows yet, but obviously they want to try and reboot, bring it in and, and use the name, I guess. Will they do Twister, you know, uh, Cyclones? Who knows what they'll figure out. Uh, but the question is, one, do we like this? Is this something that is worth it? It's like one of those films where it's like, I'm not offended. I enjoyed Twister. I'm not, like, disrespected that they would do another Twister. Um, I, I'm surprised they didn't do, like, direct-to-sequel, you know, direct-to-video sequels back then. Like, they did Tremors. It could have been a totally fine franchise for them sort of weather hunters going to do other things and maybe even you twister or the arctic and then you do have like an arctic twister or something there's a million ways you could uh spin this up oh man i'm on a roll uh but uh i guess the question is, is anybody like offended by this <laughs> this is this is an iconic movie of my my childhood so yeah, you're offended that they're really rebooting good. it yeah okay damien are you I'm offended wondering, i'm wondering why reboot this film like this isn't one of the films that I would that I would say that I mean yes visual effects wise I agree visual effects wise it can it can work they can do it better let's be they honest they can do it better yeah but um, why call it Twister honestly you could make another tornado movie and they've made other tornado movies and other storm movies that are great and Sharknado. unless you're unless you're, unless you're tying it directly to Helen Hunt's character it doesn't make sense I mean yeah Sharknado had a whole franchise and they they're they're wonderful <clears throat> mind melting films. Well, you know, we don't know. So I guess that's the question. Uh, let's go around quickly. Danny and Adon. Let's go to Don first. Do you, are you offended? Does it bother uh, you that they're doing this? A reboot? I, I think it's unnecessary. Okay. And then just quick answer. Is it Danny unnecessary? Do you, do you mind? I, if I'm being honest, I don't care. Honestly, yeah, that's where I'm I, at. That's where look, I'm at. look, Twister was an iconic movie of the 90s, um, but I'm, I love all kinds of films. Disaster movies are on the lower end of films that I like, if I'm being honest with you. Um, so I just don't care. I mean, if it comes out and I have free time, I would go see it maybe possibly for the purpose of a review. But I'm not really excited. Like, it doesn't get me excited. It's just whatever to me. Now, for the, for the rest of you who are sort of annoyed, what if Helen Hunt does show up? Or they have, you know, Bill Cap ba Paxton's character's kid sort of trying to fulfill his dad's legacy. Does that suddenly make you... Here we go again does, with this. Does that make you <laughs> less uh, offended and more intrigued? No. No. I don't think people care that much if I'm being yeah. honest with you. I don't you either. It would, I mean, if, if you do... Okay, so <laughs> there, are some, there are some new things that are, that are happening... You know, with weather and weather control and things like that. If, if, and we've heard of water spigots and, and other places, like you'd have to, it can't be middle America, 
uh, hurricane. Like you've got to give me something that's an extreme weather condition in some other place. You, you, like the story would have to go so far removed from the original to make it worth saying, okay, hey, they put a new spin on it, right? Using Andy's pun. The point is that right now, even with Helen Hunt, it's more than just her character to make it interesting. It needs more than that. No, I agree. What would you, what would you think would make it interesting, Andy? Well, I honestly don't care. What was so fun about I like John DeBont's directing. I like Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. They had, a, they had good chemistry. It was just them running around with special effects. You had Philip Seymour Hoffman. It was just a fun summer movie that sort of, I think, it's not one that's like, oh, my God, I loved it. I, had, I enjoyed it in the theaters. I, I enjoyed eating popcorn to it. I watched it on video several other times. It was just a fun throwback, and I, it would be fun to revisit, to be honest, because I haven't watched it in forever. But it just was one of those fun, right, uh, movies back then it wasn't overly cgi and filled with a million disaster effects but it had enough that it kept escalating but it really was a character movie too they were two really great actors sort of having that bickering back and forth so if you're gonna do it you gotta have something like that here for me um if you just roland emmerich directed no geo storm and all the crap he's doing is too much if you put a, if you put a good director in i don't see why you couldn't make this do it well like you could do better effects for it now you got to cast somebody and i think yeah you have a nod to somebody maybe may, it could even just be a photo of her like oh yeah the, you know the, the classic storm chasers whatever but i agree you don't have to make it too no one no one cares that much i don't think uh but to you know, just to please people you could do it. it it is odd though why do you need it i mean because look we're desperate for franchises they want more things uh and i think you know it, it allows them to resell the first twister again so that way you can pack up them together on the dvd and say the original and the 2021 reboot uh that's why we're doing it but again like i said in the beginning i'm not offended I, i'm not i'm not excited but i'm not offended either way i'm just like eh. let's see who they cast let's see who the director is can they come up with a cool spin can they figure out just a night like jumanji was a good sequel that through homage to the original without disrespecting it they figured out their own way Look, if you can creatively figure that out, I'm on board. Yeah, I got no problem with them tapping into franchises that we've already established and liked as kids and figuring out a way to make them cool again. Uh, so uh, that's my stance on this. Uh, but I, look, I, I think it would be cool if you did a photo or something, no? Right. I mean, Jumanji is actually the best example you could have whipped out of that reboot sequel kind of uh, uh, thing because honestly, they went so different with, the, with how the game was played that it made it fresh and really the only thing it had in, in the common was the title and the board for a little bit. Um, that's the thing is that Twister, to do a sequel to Twister or to do a reboot of Twister, it would have to go so, like twist, not, not necessarily Twister in outer space, but they would have to go so far into another direction to make it yeah, a cool idea again because we've had tornado movies. That's the other thing too, Twister when it came out, before it, like the only other tornado movie that I can remember before Twister was like Oz. That's it. Yeah. Like I don't remember any other any other tornado movie, but since then, there's been so many tornado movies that you're like, eh, what are you gonna what are you gonna bring new to the table? That's that's the hard part. It's true. Disaster just... the era of the disaster movies coming out like once a year is passe, if you ask me. This is my opinion. I, I was never really into them, like I said before, so I agree with everything you're saying. It's like when it came out, it was unique. Now there's so many of them, it would just be another death, another another tornado movie. That's all it would be, you know. Yeah, it's a valid point because even like Man of Steel has the tornado scene, right? There's the, there's so many torn. It's a very common trope now in movies that, and I don't want to see like the new GoPro crazy. Ver yeah, we're gonna make it all even more crazy. Uh, look, it could definitely fail. Just like the Point Break remake, they they lost the whole point of the movie by making the extreme sports version. I was just like, 
Oh my god! And then they cast nobody good. Uh, it's all about the casting. If they can, if they put like Chris Pratt and somebody in good with him, I could see this being a commercial hit. They put like a Chris Pratt and somebody. And you got two good names in there, and they got great chemistry, and they're bickering, and they put them on a fun, and they don't just throw a million effects at you, but figure out a good reason to put them on the road again. Um, uh, look, you could. It's a, it, that's what made the wor- movie work, in my opinion. It was like a summer blockbuster. But I agree, su- uh, t- disaster movies these days are all the same damn movie of camera shaking explosions and they're always just one-upping the the effects or just like none of it's scary anymore there was a little bit of like a scariness of like oh you're right because we hadn't seen tornadoes before oh damn look how it's just like breaking that house apart and they're like running away on foot at the same time it's really silly they they would have probably been caught by some of those twisters in the movie uh but i do remember that first time the cow was spinning like i remember sitting in the theaters going no oh my god but yeah, yeah, you can't you can't have that nowadays. No one's gonna be that all right. induced. Kind of I think spinning. if they make it like a character study movie, maybe it is Bill Paxton's like son having to deal with the fact that his dad died of, of a tornado or something. You you could make it a good story, and that's what's gonna come down to is if you make it a character study, maybe it could work. But we'll see. Yeah, and just of all of the movies of Bill Paxton's like legacy, is this the one we really? I don't know if I need to. Aliens, man. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know who else was I in that movie that. as the, yeah. the technically the villain, I guess you could call him, was Carrie Yules. Oh, right. That's right. The, the competing storm yeah. chasers. So it always makes me think of like bring him back. Makes me think of like Anchorman, all the st- all the, all the yeah. <laughs> news teams running news around. Te- news team assemble. <laughs> what do you guys think of the comments? We're gonna keep live streaming here because we're we're live on Nerd Wars, uh, but I'm clipping this for YouTube. So thanks for watching the replay. Check us out every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Or you can hear the whole stream on iTunes, Spotify, etc. Go check out Danny over at Geekdom 101, Damien the other side, Adon at Nerd Tots, and uh, Chris, my man. Thanks for being here. Uh, you will see you next time. Streamers, don't go anywhere. People watching later, make sure to subscribe. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to Movie World too. Bye, everybody. Clipping them. I'm clipping videos left and right. All right. Uh, well, that was the ones I prepped. Uh, got so, the whole week ready, bro. Oh, man, I'm so good. Uh, did, did anyone hear about this thing that's trending on Twitter, RIP Simon Cowell? But he's not really dead. I heard that. He's not dead, right? He's not dead, but it's trending. I don't understand. That happens all the time. People like Does to it? do okay. fake deaths and then make it yeah. trending. Okay. Um, it's a weird thing people do. I don't know why. Yeah, in this uh, I have to fill another half though. hour. I'm going to stay here for two hours. So I got a half hour to fill right. in this channel. So and if anybody needs to bail, you can bail. But yeah, the commenters. All right, let's send in any comments you have for anybody here right. on the panel. Sexiest Ninja Turtle. Anybody on the panel have something you want to bring up or ask us? Danny, anything you read recently or anything that was has been bugging you? I'm just waiting for movies to come back. Honestly, yeah. that we're, we're, you know, we're all kind of in this, uh, you know, like, what's the word? Like, like, uh, for lack of a better term, we're all kind of frozen in carbonite here waiting for the theaters to open back up again, because that's something that I really enjoy doing. And I hope that they do open back up again. Uh, and we can all go back and really have some good discussions when these movies come out, you know, like, like Tenet. And of course, you know, Wonder Woman 84, whenever that comes out. That's just, I mean, that's what's on my mind. Just I'm waiting. I'm kind of waiting for that so we can all hey, get back. Danny, and Tenet was we, just a wait again. Yeah, now that, f- we have, now that we have you here, since, you know, we've, you've mentioned Star Wars several times. I know your channel really hits on that in Dragon Ball Z quite a bit. Um, you know, you know how they retconned films like they've done it with Halloween and they've done it with um, uh, Terminator. Would you be down for a retconning of the of the sequels and doing a new episode what is six, seven, eight? 
So somebody on Twitter said that there's a rumor that Disney's gonna decanonize seven, eight, nine, and it's like, why? I just don't see them doing that because that would be Disney acknowledging they were wrong, and we talked about earlier how they never do that. You know what I mean? Um, I would love it. I, what I would love is if they did like an. Here's what they could do. This is what they could do and preserve the sequel trilogy, but also make the fans happy. Do an animated version an animated version of dark empire of like the timothy zahn novels and make animated movies have mark hamill voice luke have i mean you can't do carrie fisher but you could have actors mimic the voice of of harrison ford and then sort of like i think that would make fans happy because then we have sort of two sequel universes you know what i mean that i think could work i think that's one way to do it without having to spend a huge budget on special effects and things like that do a nice little animated um trilogy i would love that and i think that's more plausible than them actually erasing seven eight nine and saying okay we screwed up which they did screw up by the way big time you know i think that could work what do you think an animated version sounds good i mean i would love to see i mean clone wars i'll say this clone wars made me go back and look at the prequels and then say, you know what? I, I didn't really, I, I loved them. Then I didn't appreciate them. And then I started reappreciating them again because of Clone Wars. So maybe not um, a brand new sequel, but what about if they did like episodes in between where we maybe we saw Ray doing some additional training or maybe we saw a little bit more of Luke or maybe we saw Finn do some other things, which explains why him and uh, old girl, you know, separated. Maybe they could do something like that. Um, to make a little bit more sense of some of the stuff that we saw. Uh, so maybe that instead of, cause I would love for them to, to do a retcon. We know that's not going to happen, but maybe some supplemental stuff would make me feel, make me appreciate it more and go, okay, you know what? You guys fixed a lot of problems with the cartoons. Of course, anyone who watches the films is going to be left out of the loop, but you know what I mean? But that's the same thing with clone wars. Right? No, I agree. I mean, I would like that too, but I feel like, like what you were asking the first time was more so are they going to erase 789 i was thinking yeah i mean that what you're saying is true but i also feel like um if it i don't think they're ever i don't think disney will ever acknowledge that 789 were creative failures obviously financially it's a different story but i think if they want to make the fans who hated those movies happy and say okay if you like 789 here's 789 but here's the alternate universe you know, version of saying we're going to be adapting the Zon novels. I mean, dude, if we've got, if we've, okay, if we've got the DCEU that has the Joker film and the upcoming Batman film not be part of it, I don't see why Disney doesn't take that idea and say, okay, let's do like a, I don't want to say non-canon, but like, you know, like an alternate version of what happened after Return of the Jedi. And I think a lot of people would like that, you know, but the reason why I even said animated is because Mark Hamill and all these actors are getting up there in age, so you can't do a younger Luke with, you know, swinging his lightsaber around like a, a maniac, but I feel like uh, if you do it animated, you can do that, you know what I mean? I mean, you could, I guess with CGI, you could do it, but to save money, because all they care about is money, point blank. Right. I don't but think they, why they don't just hire some good animators. I mean, it's Disney. They know how to animate things, right? Right, right? I think that'd be pretty cool, you know? But they have other voices play Darth Maul in the animated series and other voices play Anakin. So, I mean, we can, right, we can right. find someone to play Mark Hamill's um, Luke Skywalker's voice. And I'm pretty sure that Mark Hamill, though, he would love to reprise it. And, and he's done a lot of animated uh, vocals. We all know that from Joker and stuff like that. That's why. Um, yeah. Of course. Um, but, you know, I think 
I definitely like the animated idea. That definitely will work. Um, it's just one of those things that I feel like, and, and someone someone in the chat mentioned uh, supporting other sci-fi. You're right. No, we are supporting a lot of other sci-fi. I mentioned Alita earlier and stuff like that. But that's the thing is that when you have a universe like Star Wars, um, you almost it almost hurts your heart to go, man, I hate to see it go out like that. Like, I want to see... Thank you, John Favreau, for you know picking it up on the Mandalorian and stuff like that. But and of course, um, I'm forgetting his name right now. Adan, uh, director uh, Maloney. Maloney, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, they did great. Yeah, those two. You know, I, I trust the, I trust the universe in their hands. But um, yeah, man, I just feel like I, I feel like we need we needed something for those last three to to, to really make them hone in. And I'm hoping that there's something that can in the future could help us. That's why I was mentioning the Clone Wars cartoons because they really did help me appreciate the prequels a lot more. No, you you're feeling the same way I felt because I feel the same way you did when I when I watched Nine the last time I was like, this is how this goes out. Like we have all these great ideas of these huge battles and and you know the, what we imagine sort of the sequel trilogy being. Of course, everybody's different, but I agree with you in that, bro. Like this is how it goes out. It just felt like it went out with a whimper and not with a bang. Cause when you think about episode nine, right? When episode seven ended force awakens, I'm over here thinking episode nine is going to have the biggest war in the history of star Wars. And they tried to do it, but they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough time or whatever. It didn't make any sense. Them bringing in Lando and like, it just, there should have been a, like a war where you have like clones, droids, you, you take people from the prequels and you bring them in, you know, smugglers you got the huts involved and having it on different planets and things like that that's what i wanted episode nine to be the ultimate star war and we and and while that's going on you've got like an evil force user just a real great story and we didn't get that so i'm like you bro i'm it it bothers me because we're never going to get seven eight nine again so i think the only thing they could do is just say hey we're going to adapt the zon novels and then hey all right that's the only idea that makes corporate sense i'm thinking of it from like a corporate disney perspective you know what i'm saying not a fan wants this perspective maybe in 20 years maybe in 20 years we'll get the george lucas treatment where they're like they uh, should do that where they go in there and they, they change a few scenes and they do a few little things and all of a sudden guido doesn't shoot at first you know we could do little things like that and- dude they won't even unrelease the unspecialized editions they're not going to do it well, they, they might do that, but I feel like people are, people are going to be pissed about that, too. You know what I mean? Because it's changing the uh, the old stuff. By the that, way, Andy, your camera's that, not working anymore. My camera? Oh, I, this one, yeah, you can't see me on your thing, but I, I'm on the stream. Uh, so oh, my, okay. my USB adapter, that's why everyone heard the thing. I, was, I don't know what, I, I wasn't even touching anything, and it kept going in and out. Uh, but no, I was going to say, sorry, so, but you can hear me, sorry. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. um, but uh, what was I going to say was... Uh, that you can get that despecialized edition. It's awesome. I have, I have it's it. Amazing. It's amazing. And they made someone. There's a Blu-ray of. I have like the someone that whoever made that Blu-ray. The guy who made it sent me it to when I was at Screen Junkie. So I and I saved it on a hard drive and I refound it. It's so good. So they, there's yeah. a really good transfer that exists of yeah, the despecialized editions. Yeah. So you can find yeah, it, it. But uh, I don't. Yeah. Special is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Don, go ahead. Actually, what were you gonna say? So I was going to say, so is 4K77. I haven't seen it yet with my own eyes, but 4K77 is like, do you know about 4K77? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. All right, so 4K77. So somebody in, in Mexico found an original 1977 35 millimeter print of Star Wars, the oh, original wow. treatment. Yeah, and somebody remastered it in 4K. Just type in 4K77 into Google. And I have a buddy of mine 
who's going to be send, sending me a 4K copy because you can't. So my computer, like I have 1080p, but 4K doesn't really work well on my PC. I mean, I could, but I chose to go with, I, I didn't choose 4K for my computer, but my TV in my living room has it. So I would have to like, you know, put it on a disc or stream it from my PC to my TV. But it is a legitimate 4K fan, I guess, up convert of the original print. And supposedly it's like beautiful, but I haven't seen it yet. But everybody else is marking out over it. Just type in 4K 77. Yeah, I'm staring at it right now. It's it, yeah, it's a whole initiative where they damn yeah. Look at that. Look at that Christmas. Holy moly! It's mind blowing. Ooh. That poor guy in Mexico had best be hiding because Disney snipers are looking for him right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it looks it's, awesome. It's incredible though, based on like the pictures, dude. Look at that. Yeah, this you can scroll if you go to that uh, the Star Wars trilogy doc. Star Wars. It looks better than the crap on Disney Plus, why, man. Why aren't they? Do, come on. They went and refixed oh, that's all the. Cool. They have that slide over. Yeah, the slider's really cool. Yeah. They fixed all the like the HD ratios on Simpsons. Why can't they go back and put the Star Wars away? Uh, but but then that, the speculation is that oh well, Lucas won't let them. There's always well, the speculation okay, that there was now, a there was a point where Lucas mm-hmm. was like, no, part of the deal is you can never release it. I want it the way I had it. Do, do any yeah, think Lucas, that's possible? Lucas had that initiative, but I mean. Since when have they given a damn about what Lucas says, right? Wasn't that part of the story about the sequel trilogy? They don't give a damn. So, um, and now that they bought Fox, they had the distribution rights to the original Star Wars film. So I don't understand why they don't just, because look, listen, look, if they take the original prints, I know it's going to take some work because these it's an old movie and put it through the 4K filter, clean it up, you know, frame by frame. It's going to take some time. Put the original trilogy out on 4K, charge a hundred bucks, a hundred dollars, put a documentary on there. They already got my money. I will pay a hundred dollars for those three movies in the original print 4K. A and lot, I'm not of, the only a lot one. of fans would. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guarantee you, like, half my family would buy that in a RB. hundred dollars for a like 4K that. version, without question. They'll just get it. Maybe wait until the holiday sale. But they'll get it without question. Black Friday sale. Besides the documentary, what would you want to see on there? The, like I want extras. a documentary that goes over like that goes over like not just a documentary about like the 4K like up converting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want a documentary about like Lucas, like the story about how there was all these scenes that were unfinished. There's a scene of like Luke looking up at the stars and seeing the um, the Star Destroyer attacking the uh, the blockade runner. And that was in the uh, – you can see it's in black and white. It's unfinished print. And this this footage exists. There's some really rare footage out there. And also the, the Star Wars um, radio – what's it called? The, it's like the radio drama has that scene in there. So I want to see stuff like that that, like, is super rare that they have to have because it's Disney, bro. Like, this is the most, the most resourceful and wealthy company now that makes films. How do you not have this? That's what I want to see. But I'm also a fanboy for the original trilogy. I mean, the original trilogy, that's my Star Wars. Everything else is DLC, brother. The original trilogy, everything else is extra, if you ask me. The um, the beautiful part about all that extra footage is that it made, it's part of what made um, uh, Rogue One so special, was having all that extra cockpit footage that they had from, you know, the original Star Wars. That was one yeah, of the and they cleaned it up it. and moved yeah. stuff around. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I agree. That was, that was a very good use of uh, rare footage. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I will say this. You brought up Dragon Ball. Um, I And I'm, I'm maybe I'm in the minority here, but uh, I don't think I am. 
I feel like if they ever do a live action Dragon Ball again, because the first time they did it was 11 years ago with Evolution, it was a dumpster fire. That is a franchise that I feel. I don't shit. acknowledge this film has ever existed, so I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not that different from you, but just, <laughs> I don't think Dragon Ball works in live action because I don't think anybody in Hollywood really understands the culture behind that franchise. There's a lot of Eastern and Western stuff involved. I talk about this a lot on, on my main channel, Geekdom 101. And I feel like if they were to ever make a live action film, it would be too corporate, too homogenized. It would be too squeaky clean. It just, I don't think that that franchise works for live action. And they have the ability to do it now with special effects. And because Man of Steel proved you could have like huge fights in cities. Those were Dragon Ball fights. Yeah. yeah. They were Dragon Ball fights. Yeah. And they, even before that, uh, Matrix. The Matrix Revolutions, that was literally like, inspired by dragon ball but i still feel like getting the characters right i mean they put goku in freaking high school in dragon ball evolution this is the the, the story of goku is that he is a, an orphan who lives in, in 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 a house by himself you know worshiping a ball he thinks is his grandfather he meets a girl from the city it's like the country boy and the city girl it's not him in high school you know and so they're gonna make it like americanized or whatever when it's 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 a it's a western it has Western influences, but it's very Eastern. So I don't think that should ever get live action. And by the way, we got this covered. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say what I want to say because it's going to involve a lot of profanity. Oh, F them. They're the worst site in the world. <laughs> but the fact that they are still talking about this live action film, they literally invented a story about how Andy Serkis is in line to play Frieza and all this nonsense. It's like they literally made it up out of thin air. Nobody else is covering this. Nobody on on Popcorn Planet or or Collider or any of the movie sites are covering it. It's bullshit. Sorry for cursing, but that's what it is. And it irritates me as being like the Dragon Ball news guy to have to constantly tell people this is not true. This is completely made up. There are no plans for a live action Dragon Ball film or series. But we got this covered. Literally invented the story, bro, out of thin air. There's no plans for it, none. And it's frustrating because people just believe whatever they read, you know? See, for me, and I'm going to chime in real quick. So for me, I I agree. I don't think it would be good as a movie. I actually think Dragon Ball, I'm going to counter you on this and say Dragon Ball would be better as a a live action series. Maybe. Maybe. If they get it right. No, if they did it right, anything is good once they do it right. Absolutely. But um, yeah, if they did it right, uh, given the, with how tech is now, special effects wise, and you pull in some good actors that could do martial arts uh, scenes, uh, they can do it. Um, one of my favorite movies is a little known movie, Volcano High. It was on MTV, and I, to me, I would argue like that was the closest thing. Yes, cheesy, poor dubbing. By every rapper they could find. Yeah, at, at Outcast, right? And, and like, right, I remember that. Snoop and Dogg, we, Outcast, uh, Tracy Morgan—they all voiced. Was it by Troma? Uh, prop maybe it, it was. It was an MTV production, and they, but they right. probably got that. But that was a close uh, to me. That was like my close Dragon Ball Z film, because the way they did it, like you had your characters, they had the yelling scenes, but they were going do the energy blast, and they would go straight on fight action. I'm like. That's close to Dragon Ball Z. If they did it like that, I would accept that as a. I would have accepted that more than uh, uh, Evolution. Have you seen Light of Hope? 
Light Up Hope. Uh, no, I have not. It's great. It's a Dragon Ball fan film done by Robot Underdog, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's oh wait, I think it's, it's the one where they're like uh, first person view for a short while, and then I don't think so. It's the one about they. It's basically a, a live action remake of the Trunk Special, the history of Trunk Special. Uh, it's really good, and it, if they did it like that, I think it could work. But you have to get somebody who knows Dragon Ball, and the problem is that a lot of people don't understand it. Like, like genuinely, I'm, I'm being honest, because it's it, it is a Japanese franchise, and oh, yeah. there's a lot of layers to it. And I think if they do stuff like like we mentioned earlier, putting Goku in high school or making it too much putting too many memes and things like that and tropes in there, I think you have to capture the spirit of adventure. And that's kind of hard to do uh, with with the climate that we're in now and, like, the people in charge of Hollywood films. I just – you know what I mean? That's my – I just don't trust them to do it right is what I'm trying to say. That, that That's what I'm trying to say. I think it's – That's fair. Animated, it's, with Toriyama at least somewhat involved, I think, is the best way. But I agree with you that a TV show is better than a movie because it's too long of a series. It's an epic story. I mean, we're talking about a franchise that's over 400 – no, that's over 500 episodes total – yeah, that's a lot of content, you know. Right. So. Um, I got to say this. Uh, one of uh, James uh, in the chat made a suggestion for a future nerd war, which is uh, which is the better movie, Dragon Ball Evolution or uh, what was it? Dragon Ball Evolution or Netflix's Death Note. But I'm also going to throw in um, uh, the Avatar in there as well. We're going to talk about bad movies yeah. made off of both animes. So between Death Note, Dragon Ball Evolution. And Avatar, The Last Dude, Airbender. There's a lot who would nerd, of that who would, who, would, who, would nerd, who would nerd war that which one's the best? Now, that's the worst. Anime. You, have to, you have to nerd war which one's the best. So, that would, so wait, do we, do we have yeah, – because that's true. I never get to talk anime here because I don't watch any of it. But, Don, you are, right? So we got we should do an Don danny fight. What's, what's the – yeah, let's see. What do you – I want to nerd war some anime thing where I can be a completely impartial judge. I'd have to watch Death Note. I haven't seen it yet. So I'll be honest. I haven't seen full Death Note, but I have seen enough clips to know it's bad. It's pretty bad. So, well, I Dude, saw you... Death Note's the one with the the journal where he writes the things and the, the movie yeah, feature. Like, I did see that one. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I saw it. I did see that one. You know what trips yeah. me out about Death Note is if you take somebody like James Wan, who's good at doing these kind of – he's good at doing both – action films now and horror you could make an amazing death note film if you have him involved man oh, yeah that's the guy but whatever you know how and, and, and just to let you know andy like uh, you just said you saw the live action yeah i would tell you like a hundred percent the original animated one was worlds better like oh, it I'm was sure i i watched drama detention it, it was focused on like the concept is silly you, you have a book that can kill people with it, but this guy's like, I'm going to remake the world. I read it. I had a friend who wanted to watch a bad movie and put it on, so that's the only reason I watched it. And I thought, oh, this looks stupid. But yeah, and I heard it was <laughs> terrible because of the adaptation. But yeah, I, you know me in anime. I always avoid it. Yeah. No, well, but um, that's a hard argument. What's the best anime no, movie? The I was just going to say that about that. that anime, like, can, a good anime is a beautiful thing. Bad anime is not so beautiful, but uh, you got the best anime movie. You've seen Akira, right? I've not seen Akira. Yeah, you gotta add that. Oh, to your I thought list. you meant anime yeah. adapted to live action. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought you. Meant I anime moved on. Movie. Well, I moved on to anime just in general because I wanted to see if there was like fight there. What's the best anime movie? If I have to watch, mean, what's the best movie to turn someone who's not into anime to watch anime? 
that's a good question it depends on what you're into like if you're into like superhero stuff there's a few different movies. yeah that's the first thing i ask is like what do you like ready hold on i'm recording this just in case here we go I'm here with Nerd Warning, but we're taking a pause here because I got some anime fans here. Don's here, Danny from Geekdom's here, we got Damien, we got Chris. And I was just asking them, I thought I would record this maybe for clipping later. Look, people have tried to force me to watch anime so many times, I still haven't really watched anything. I've seen some Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, I don't even know how to say it. I've seen some of those films, which I like, like Princess Monarchy and Spirited Away. I have seen those, uh, but I've never seen Akira. I've never seen uh, Ghost in the Shell. I haven't seen any of them. So I wanted to ask this panel, and maybe this is an interesting uh, video for anybody out there. What's the best anime movie to potentially get someone into anime? Hmm. I mean, I, I'm just gonna go and just say Akira only because it's it's a legendary film. Uh, it's it's the one that got a lot of people into anime back in the '90s. Uh, will it? Does it hold up? I think it's it's a weird movie though. But but like we talked about earlier, it depends on what you're into. Like if you like superhero stuff, um, you could watch like a My Hero Academia because that's very like superhero like Marvel esque. Um, obviously, like there's there's other examples. Ghost in the Shell is kind of like a sci-fi type thing. Ninja Scroll is like Ninja Scroll is like a, a crazy film because there's like scenes like there's a rape scene. There's like you know lots of gore and blood. You're talking so, about the original G Ninja Scroll, not the series yeah. either. But, the original, yeah. the, the '90s one that I love. Like yeah, but I'm gonna go with Akira. Which by the way, I think Akira needs a remake and maybe even a television series because. The original manga is, I think, six volumes. And they only adapted the first one for the original film, so there's more story to tell. Isn't Taika Waititi doing that film? Well, he's doing the live action. Apparently, there were, there was yeah. talk of it. Right, right, right. But I don't know when is that even when is that coming? Like, I mean, he's doing Love and Thunder. They lost the rights or something. Yeah, something happened, and then he he switched over to uh, Love and Thunder instead. But yeah, I mean, it's something he wants to do. Apparently, he has an angle on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start with that one. I don't know if that's the best choice. Somebody mentioned Cowboy Bebop and that, the, the film, but you got to kind of watch the TV series as well. Um, I don't know if that's really the best. I, I would say Spirited Away is another good one. I would put that one in there. I'm just throwing movies out there that I think are quality anime films. Uh, right. Don, did so, you have any? Don, so I'm going to pick a few uh, just because of different genres. So um, I agree with you, Akira. It's iconic. It's gotten reviews from uh, like iconic uh, you know reviewers it holds up in a lot of different ways like the art style is it looks you'll see scenes on it that looks like computer graphics and it's just that they put that many cells into it it has like one of the rec world records for like how many cell works they've done for like frames and whatnot so it's insane um so it i consider that like that's a history piece good to watch uh perfect blue that's a good uh, one that is a great one if you want a suspense psychological drama that will probably mess with your head and have you wondering what is real or like what's happening for this character. Um, so that is excellent in that case. Um, and I'm trying to think of like actual movies so that it's like one and done. Yeah, it's uh, tricky because a lot of the great anime stories are TV series. You know, that's the tricky part, you know. Right. Yeah, pulling away because if you're just trying to get someone dipping their toe in, a lot of them are just gonna be like, "Let me see a movie and be." I have, I have um, one of my favorite films. So you mentioned Ninja Scroll, which, by the way, um, Fist of the North Star and Ninja Scroll were my first one and two anime films that I saw like back to back. 
after that I was hooked on anime for that moving forward. Um, I was like, I was like, what is going on? Um, but I will say this because I'm old school, and if those people who um, are enjoying Castlevania now on Netflix, Vampire Hunter D was probably yes. the first time yes. I saw yes. a, a a Castlevania-ish anime, yeah. but it was just sick. And it doesn't require any before or after. You don't need to know anything else. You just go sit down and watch Vampire Hunter Great D. Great choice. If original you like, Bloodlust. Uh, original. And then okay. Bloodlust was good too. But, um, dude, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, when I say Vampire Hunter D, I mean, no, no, don't, don't, colon, no, nothing else. Just like Ghost in the Shell, just Ghost in the Shell. Not colon, Evolution, no colon, all the other Ghost in the Shell that came out. There's like one Ghost in the Shell for me. Um, and that movie is also really artistic as well. It uh, it's it, but it's also correct me if I'm wrong. Is it even available on Blu-ray? Isn't there like a rights issue or something like that with it? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Bloodlust, I think you can get on Blu-ray. Uh, the original D, I don't think so right now. Uh, like you can get it easily on DVD and maybe like see some certain markets get it on Blu-ray, but not officially. I also, I want to throw out there the original Street Fighter animated series uh, movie. I'm sorry. Yes, That's classic. Yeah, that if you like awesome. the games, oh my god, that movie is is intense. That movie actually, uh, I watched it not too long ago, right before we were supposed to, when we were doing like our movie nights, and we were talking about watching uh, potentially Street Fighter. I rewatched the original uh, animated movie, and I forgot that that movie was made to promote the Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie, and it was better. Way it better. was. It was way better. better. Had a killer soundtrack, like rock throughout the way. The fight scenes were insane. Uh, they introduced like the characters in great way. Favorite fight scene. Favorite fight scene. Don't think about it. Favorite fight scene. Go. Chun Li Vega. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to argue Chun Li versus Vega wasn't the best fight scene in that thing? No, it was great. And the thing is, I played the game first, so when I saw that movie, it just blew me away i mean it was also fatal fury the original fatal fury film i really like a lot too dude that just the the style of it the look of it um you know the, the anime films are shot on 35 millimeter film the tv series are 16 millimeter uh it just when you see an anime movie done right it just looks so gorgeous and that's what, those are two good examples right there it does fan jexter mentioned steam boy which was so if you're into steampunks see that's why andy is so hard because if you're into steampunk steam boy is like is actually really good film and probably some of the best steampunk films that you could find out there just as film in general with, when it deals with steampunk um but if you're into fairy tales then you've got you got yeah yeah princess mononoke if, you, if you're uh, into horror you i know, like spirited away i did like that and i saw that yeah. comment and i want to say david march thank you for that support you sent over here it is again i like i could refresh it irresponsible space captain tyler the first few episodes are insanely funny does anyone else know that one uh, sounds familiar. I have not. I have not oh, heard there of it. Um, and I will say this. If you want to see like a visual spectacle, if you missed it in theaters, um, definitely try to get the Blu-ray of it and watch it at home. Even though it's not a good starter anime because you have to watch the series prior to, but the final sequence in Dragon Ball Super Broly, the final fight, is so intense visually. Visually intense um, the colors are completely out of this world. Seeing in a, in a theater, yo, is like mind-blowing because there's so much going on, and it just – it knocks your socks off. You know, it, that's more of a visual experience, though, just seeing it and just seeing how crazy it looks. 
but that's not really a good starter one. That's but that is one that you'll want to watch just for the visual experience at the end. Yeah, yeah. some some of the newer animes are really getting experimental with their visuals, and it's they're mixing the, the way that they're mixing CGI with traditional animation with just like some crazy stuff like. Like some of the new anime is just visually stunning, and they've always been pushing that medium. Some of the fights in anime are still some of the best fights you'll ever see choreographed on screen. Um, that's why the Matrix was doing what they were doing. That's why some of these some of these modern fight styles are actually mimicking stuff that you've seen in anime that we've seen in anime for years. We're like, yeah. oh, they're finally catching up to it, what what they've been drawing. Um, and, and yet, anime takes a lot of its influence from wuxia films. You know, the, I feel like the East, like the, the, the Hong Kong and Japanese cinema, in many ways, they've been ahead of us for a while. In some ways, not in every way, but in some ways, they've kind of mentally sort of figured out, you know, how to tell a story. So, oh, yeah. so uh, did, are we all sort of, in, there's a lot of good examples there, but Akira clearly is the one you would, is that what you're all agreeing is the launch off piece? If, if you're okay with like a, like a heavy drama uh, uh sci-fi uh, sci thriller i would call it is that fair yeah that sounds yeah. good yeah i would say that will be it. it it's a it's not short it's two hours long it's a solid film yeah it's a, i like movie length well here's yeah, the thing like though but here's the, here's the, back here's the other thing the reason why he's been saying two hours is because nowadays two-hour movies are <laughs> common for an anime movie to be two hours is extremely rare most anime movies at the most are 90 minutes that movie's two hours and it feels like two hours. That that's what, yeah. what that's why it's a big deal, yeah. Interesting. Well and all Seth right. Wick just said that it's on Hulu, so Oh it is. Oh yeah. That it's on it, Hulu. That makes and, it even easier. Uh, Get the Blu ray. I, I think it's also on Netflix, right? Or is it not? I don't know, but I'm going to watch the Hulu because I have that. Oh, there you go. Because <laughs> it came free with Spotify. But By the way, I, I, the, the best mod adaptation to live action, I think, to date is still Alita. Oh, well, I, I was going to say I loved Alita. I was, as I was going to give sort of a re- – where and uh, I, I, I forget who – I had – who did Genshi re- – there was an anime he recommended to me. I don't even remember now. I, I had it on my list. Do you remember, Chris? There was some uh, Netflix one about a – it was a cre- – was it a lawyer or somebody – Create super what? secret agent anime. Is there a secret agent anime? There's on a Netflix. ton of them. <laughs> a, a popular one on Netflix. On Netflix? Secret agent. Anyway, that was the one he had recommended. Uh, who was an anime fan, but then uh, he was always saying, "Oh, you got to watch the uh, what's it? There's another version of uh, Battle Angel you can watch, right? Isn't there like a series or something?" Uh, there's the OVA, the uh, original video anime. Uh, it was like a two. It's like two episodes basically. Yeah. And uh, what they do is they sum up like the what you saw in the movie is pretty much what's summed up in the OVA versions. Um, but they focus more on that chapter where in the movie, they kind of expand it more on the comic version on it. Interesting. Well, I'm going to check out Akira. I'm going to finally do it guys. I'm putting it on my list of things to watch. Uh, Cause I want to watch more crazy movies. I haven't even seen for movie world and elsewhere. So thank you for that advice. And anybody watching this afterwards, if I posted it uh, now you have more advice on where to start. If you want to get into anime, I appreciate it. Check out Danny over at geekdom 101 world of geekdom, Adon over at nerd tots and Damien check out his film, the other side. And Chris, he's always here. Thanks for watching. Uh, stay here live. We're not done yet, but uh, for clipping this for later clips, now you got something about anime. My first anime guys, do you think this video will do well or do you think it'll do terribly? 
Cool. I, think, I, think, I, I think it'll do surprisingly well. All right. We'll I think all bet. our anime fans need to watch it just to support you. Because I, I, it's like the I'll one topic I always uh, avoid. But here Boyd, we go. Always. Let's see if my fans like uh, me talk. Well, because I didn't talk about anime. I brought in uh, three yeah. brilliant people who know anime. Uh, we shall also, see. We shall do the test. Akira is also a very like auteur film. Like it, it's noir. So I think. But I th- like it. that'd be yeah. fun to review a non-anime fan watching anime and Akira. Does it does it interest me? I'm gonna I'm gonna stay tuned and stay tuned. Movie Go World, subscribe man. over to Movie World. I will do a, a review of a non-anime Ooh. fan watching Akira to see if it gets me into anime. Thank you guys so much for watching. Stay tuned, live streamers. But those of you watching on the replay, be sure to subscribe, watch all that stuff, and we'll see you later. Bye. I got like five videos today. Oh, I feel good because I can't <laughs> record this weekend. The first anime I ever watched, uh, my roommate in high school, I went to boarding school, was Japanese, and he introduced me to Evangelion. Nice. As oh, a deep dive. That, that's, that's, a, a, that's hard to get in. I started tried to watch it again recently, and it is hard to get back into But the thing, yeah. the thing is, Andy, technically you've watched anime in the past. I mean, you've watched Voltron, right? Uh, I've watched all, um, Power Rangers, Voltron, yeah. yes. Transformers. Yeah, so, my, so... my daughter's watch. My stepdaughter's watching. Um, uh, it's called on Netflix. It's a. Uh, oh no! You're talking uh, about the uh, the bug one. Uh, yeah, the ladybug and cat noir. Uh, it's called. Uh, I forget, but she loves it. Uh, the sp- there's a very there's a very good chance you've seen anime because in the 80s when Saban was like Saban and Harmony Gold did a lot of anime dubs. What they would do is they would hide the fact that it was Japanese. So a lot of the shows that were like around back then, like for example Maya the Bee on Nick Jr., um, the Grimm's Fairy Tales. Uh, there's so many examples. Uh, Robotech, Tech. A lot of those shows are anime, but you really don't know they're anime because they didn't. Nobody knew what anime was in the 80s. So there's a good chance you've seen more than you realize, you know. It's very interesting to go back and look at how many shows Saban did in the 80s. The little bits. So little bits is anime. Give me, give me, so here we go. This, this, have you heard of Miraculous? Uh, it's by Toa. Uh, Miraculous. Yeah. It's a Ladybug it. and a cat, event, the tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. Is this based off of like an older show that they've now repurposed for Netflix? Uh, but it says it's uh, me, the, the, the superhero television animated, produced by French studio Zagtoon and Meta Animation in collaboration with uh, da, 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 in Italy and Toa in Japan. And so. Sagma in SAMG and South Korea. Anyway, this is the one I. You're, I you're, 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 you say Toei, you say Toei. Toei, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But then, uh, <laughs> sorry, Toei. But yeah, this is like, it's total anime. I might, she watches it all the time, so I always hear yeah, in the background. If it's Toei, it's anime, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, it's like, but she's loved it. So she's getting into it. But then I'm trying to get her to watch um, the last uh, the Airbender because um, I want to get into it. I want to watch the last Airbender on Netflix because everyone's sort of catching up and watching it again. Are you guys fans of that one? Oh yes, yeah. That's watching um, uh, what's her name, Cora, 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 yeah, Legend Cora. Which, which, which. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but Toei Animation actually animated significant portions of the 86 Transformers film and and season one of the 87 TMNT series. The original 87 Turtles series, the first five episodes were animated by Toei, which is why they look so good. Toei has done a lot of work on American shows, especially in the 80s. So if you go back and watch the original five episodes of Turtles then you watch the rest of it, you'll notice a significant drop in quality. Like, you will see it like, wow, this does not look as good because they had top dogs working on that back in the day. 
Oh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it was great. And then they started trying to do it quicker because they needed to make toys. I remember they because they'd always have the toys sort of tied to like, oh, they're going to be new characters on the season, and then it just started getting crazy making toys without people. In the, it, it just became a mess. That that, that cartoon. Uh, but yes, I'm talking Last Airbender on Netflix, the cartoon, not the M Night Shyamalan movie, which I did watch only because I did the Honest Trailer. Oh, that's a that's a really rough movie. Did you guys so, know? Speaking of M Night Shyamalan movies, did you know Afterlight or what's it called? After Earth was almost a franchise. I believe after that, that Will Smith's After Earth about, yeah. was going to be a franchise uh, uh, of films. I'm trying to get more research. If anybody knows, hit me up. That's one of my movie world ones I might go into. Mm-hmm. Just so I had no people, idea. People hated on that film a little bit more oh. than I think it deserved. Oh, dude, it is awful. It is not that. <laughs> it is really. I like I remember. I, I, we, watched I, that, I think I fell asleep watching. We I watched it and then we watched it again as a team when we did the honest trailer. And I just remember that was the one where we all agreed. We had the epic voice like flip out like this movie's stupid because <laughs> I was like, we were. It's just it makes no sense. It's so badly done. It's so badly done. My favorite Goodbye. line is like, uh, "My suits turn black." I don't I don't know why, but I think it's, it's I think it's something good, but I don't know why. It's like the dialogue is just like all over the place. It's like they Will Smith was supposed to be in a bigger part and then he wasn't, then they could only shoot him for a few days and then he's like it's stuck in a ship with his legs broken so he can't do anything. And then they go to After Earth, which sounds like it could be a cool place, and it just has birds. There's like no scary creatures in it. And then the, the birds don't freeze overnight, but then one of them does. Dude, that movie, watch it again, Damien. That movie is garbage. It's nonsensical right, I garbage. I'll have to watch it again because when I watched it, I was like, ah. you know, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't. I was, I was like, okay, cool, nice effects movie. I got to see some Will Smith and and whatnot. And um, then uh, like afterwards, people were just dumping on it so much, and I'm like, man, I don't remember it being that bad. And uh, I think I may have seen it one more time since then, and it was like, it's eh, still one of these. You know, like I don't take those kind of movies seriously. Like I, you know, I look at some movies and I just go, eh, it's something to put on while you're cleaning the house, and it's not bad. You're not, you know, what I mean, um, I, I like, for example, a lot of people dumped on um, John Carpenter from Mars, and I like that movie. That, was, like, that, was a, that, that was one's not movie. bad. That was not. Bad. I saw it in theaters, man. Ghost, you know, about Ghost of Mars. No, no, uh, John, no, no. John, Carter. John Carpenter. John Carter, the John Carter of Mars. John Carter. Oh, John Carter. Carter. I'm sorry. I thought you said John Carpenter. He did. He did. I, did. But he... I meant John Carter. <laughs> I, 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 I John thought... Carpenter made a film called Ghost yes, of Mars. Okay, which was terrible. Yes. But the John, I, I, I thought John Carter was better than people. That one was one I would say was better than people gave it credit for. And I, I believe that film is better than After Earth. But I was like, After Earth, I've seen worse sci-fi movies than After Earth. The problem with John Carter, which was the fact that like, we've just seen that movie a million times because everyone's stolen from it. Uh, like the original book and everything, but so yeah, but I have no problem with it. And what's his name? Tyler uh, from Friday Night Lights. Lautner. Taylor. No, Taylor no, Kinner. Taylor. What's his name? T- Taylor Kish. Yes. Kitch. K- Taylor Kitch or something Taylor like that. Taylor Kitch. I have already forgotten him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Andrew Stanton did that one, right? Uh, who did? Was that Wally or was it? No, it wasn't Brad Bird. It was Andrew Stanton. His first live action movie after Wally, and then poof, that didn't work for him. And uh, that's that's sad. I think Taylor he's now doing Kitch. more Pixar because Taylor Kitsch, right? He's yes, kitschy. Taylor Kitsch. K I T S C H. And then he showed up. Was he was he the one on uh, last on True Detective season two, which was terrible, but he was okay. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Yes, yes. He like was that. also he was uh, Gambit. That's right. In in, in uh, Origins. Wolverine. Taylor oh, Kitsch. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. There it is. Yeah, Taylor. John Carter Mars is very. I, that's one I would rewatch. I got. Is, is that on Disney Plus yet? That's one of those that could get a resurgence yeah. if they did it right on Disney Plus. I noticed they just put Fan Four Stick on Disney Plus. Yes, they did. <laughs> Ooh, did they? Yeah, 
they're so desperate for like spotlighting yes, movies. Plus. They're like, hey, guys, look, we just loaded Fan Force. Like that, really? That's your spotlight this week? <laughs> we yeah, we just got a terrible Disney. movie that we put on our our homepage. Uh, oh well. Um, there was one. Oh, I wanted to make sure I just got these super chats as we wrap up. Um, if anybody has any questions, now's your last chance. And thank you guys for sticking to us all. Here we go. Uh, there was one I missed earlier. Jay Will. Hey, Movie World. Sorry, I didn't get this sooner. Uh, I can rehab a play. If you make some uh, movie trivia videos, will mm-hmm. there be any for fans to submit questions for or per- per- oh. possibly take part? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there, did it show up? Oh, there it goes. Uh, yeah, potentially, actually. Hit me up. We might. We are working on some trivia stuff. In fact, hit up mm-hmm. Chris. Yeah, hit up Chris. Yeah, just send some. Well, Chris send is helping me. If you're uh, not the Discord, he's helping me uh, and work you on a trivia me because I was going to be working on him this weekend. So perfect. there you go. Check up with Chris because he's working on a format that we're going to try if if it all goes well. No pressure. Uh, and then uh, Drew, thank you, Drew. Grave of the Fireflies is a heartbreaking movie. Saw it in theaters and definitely gets you. I think anyone who wants a good heartbreak can watch Grave. Also, if there are any Naruto fans, the last is my fave. Do you guys know Grave of the Fireflies? Uh, I hear I've never watched it. It's on my list of movies to watch. But it, everyone I've ever talked to that watched it said, "You need to be ready to cry." It is and a movie that will break you. That's why I haven't watched it because I watch movies for escapisms. I want to be either afraid, action, <laughs> laughing, really? or you know maybe turned on a little bit. But I do not want <laughs> to be just. I've seen a few <laughs> made me cry and. I don't watch depressing movies that are just depressing the entire time. I just that's and weird. That one, you never want to have a good cry with a movie, really? Like a Pixar you know movie? What? Do you avoid? You know what? Give me. You know what? Give me a good cry. Yeah, a Pixar movie is uplifting though, and in the opening scene of, of Up makes me cry oh, every time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind a happy cry. I don't mind a a a, a, a wow we made it cry. Uh, I I don't mind certain cries. I just don't want to sit there and like, oh. Um, I, I made a mistake. I'm, I'm now down, and then I lost my family, and then I lost my dog, and then I lost. Uh, you know what I mean? Like exactly. the worst, like the worst country song ever. I don't want to sit through two hours of it. I'm like, guess what? There's real life. I could see that any day. Yeah, that's weird. See, you're you're just yeah. saying depressing yeah. movies. Like I don't cry yeah. during depressing movies. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of depressing movies. Like Manchester by the Sea. That is a depressing movie. Yeah, and then I didn't like. Cry. I didn't like crying. What dreams it. may come. Sure, I'm just trying. Like I don't but, cry during depressing may come movies. It's not depressing, but it made me cry. Which one? What dreams may come? I don't think it is, is meant dreams to be a may depressing come. film. That's the dumbest title ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great movie, though. Was it? That's another one I, I got to revisit. I so. I, visually stunning. There oh my god! The uh, art, the everyone's saying don't watch yeah. it because it's if I, and if I have kids. Okay, what is it, like dead kids? Yeah, I don't want to watch anything with dead kids. Well, I was gonna say when you start watching some of these anime films, be careful around your kids because not all of them are for kids. Oh Just no, sure yeah. Oh, a boob will pop out, and then it'll get ripped off, and then it'll get slapped, <laughs> and then it'll and then it'll be stabbed, and then like sounds like fire. my horror movie, The Janitor. I got to stream that here yeah. on Movie World someday. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I was gonna say, what's the cry, what's the what's the best cry movie, Damien, for you? I mean, you know, like I can name classic films that have made me cry, Braveheart and things of that nature. But you're talking about a movie. Um, I mean, all my recent cry movies are all just Pixar movies. <laughs> Yeah, Pixar. Pixar will get me sometimes, but I don't know. There's been other ones um, here recently. I'm just trying to think of which one. You know, I especially well up when like when I think like two people are, are deserving of something, and they finally get it. But it's got to be like a really good story. Like the arc of that character has to be like, yes, they finally accomplished it, and I and I'll, I'll cry happy for them. Right. 
it, yeah, like that, that that celebratory. Yeah. And you're not like bawling. You're just like no, man tear. Yeah, man tear. It comes down. It trickles a little bit, and then it evaporates off my hot cheek. Well, I got one. I, I, I like because I know because I I got to see Hamilton when it was in L.A. And that one made me cry like a fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, did you ever see? Did you ever see just, Life, is, Life like, is Beautiful? That one did too. Oh, that one yeah. did too. Yeah. But now I'm like debating. It's like shit. I should review the new Hamilton when it comes on Disney Plus. But I'm like, I don't want to fucking. I don't want to hit it again because that one. Dude, Shawshank. Shawshank doesn't make me cry make the me same cry. way. Uh, I think that, that's my second the, the first time. The first time I saw Shawshank, or maybe the first and second time, when he gets out, I'm like. Yeah, when he meets up with Morgan Freeman, I'm like, yeah. And it was, a, again, it's not a big cry. It's the, it's the, yeah, you know what I mean, kind of a deal. Shawshank makes you feel good. Yeah. Which surprising it, it, you. It's not, it's like a, it takes you through the ringer emotionally. And then by the end, you're like, fuck yeah. Spoiler alert. Which you don't <laughs> think is going to happen in that movie. It feels like the type of movie that's not going to give you that in it. But then yeah. it does it in a, in a, in a, and it pulls it off and like it, you, it doesn't feel like it's pandering or un, unearned. You know what I mean? Like it's some he figures out a way to get it there. You're just like, damn, that was worth it. That's why I went on that ride. So yeah, that that's charging doesn't make me cry. It does make me depressed at a couple. Uh, but like, see, a requiem for a dream, <laughs> depressing, doesn't make me cry. I'm just trying to think of that, the movies that's, Damien's yeah. avoiding. That's that's depressing. I watched Requiem only a couple times because I was just like, God, it's just it's just a falling art from the very beginning. You're yeah, just like, it's uncut bad, gems. Bad, bad. Did you bad. watch uncut gems? Did you? What did you guys think of that on Netflix? Now everyone can see Didn't it. Didn't watch Netflix. it. Didn't, haven't watched it yet either. I, Danny, did you I, see it? Uh, I know other people that watched it, uh, not just you, and they were like, don't put yourself through this. <laughs> it is just an anxious I heard nightmare. good things, though. It's a good movie, I heard. It is just if you want to be anxious for two hours. <laughs> That's not a bad feeling, though, for a movie, in a movie. You know? It'll make you feel. It will long. make you feel. I will give it that. But I, I did uh, not like how it made me feel. I'll give you a cry movie that made me cry. Yeah, let's hear it. I'll give you a film that made me ball. Like, actually, there is a film that actually made me cry like a baby, but it has to do with something that it related to me emotionally. Yeah, so that's usually what it takes. Yeah, that's the yeah. same with yeah. Hamilton for me and other movies. Yeah, go ahead. What is it, though? Well, I watched this movie three years after my mom passed away, and that's AI. And if you see the final scene in AI, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but what happens with the, the, first of all, Haley Joel Osment is amazing throughout the entire film, but yes. that last scene in AI, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to spoil it, but the scene I, with his I, mother I and everything. I spoil it at this point. I mean, it's yeah, but no. Movie. It, you know what I mean, but, but yeah, it, no, it's, it's got weird. a really it's powerful a, ending. That's an interesting where, line, Chris, because it's like a lot of these movies, people haven't seen them. So do you true. want to spoil them out? But yeah, so yeah, warning, you can mute yourself. I will wave when it's unmuted. Go ahead. You can, you can say it now. Warning, please, if you haven't seen this film, go see it because it'll take you on a roller coaster ride. He he gets he he gets one more day with his mother, and like anybody who's ever lost somebody, like a parent or heaven forbid a child or somebody who you love, you always hope to get just one more day with them. Like I've wished for that. It's never gonna happen, but I've wished for that since, since my mom passed away. So when I saw that movie and that final scene. Yep. I mean, you have to understand, I've, I've never in my life cried harder at a movie than watching AI. AI hit me like, boom, like I couldn't. It's an I, emotional I, scene. I, I do remember that too. Powerful. It's just really yeah, powerful. Yeah, and that's what mu- music has the same effect for me too. It's like, a, the and I will say this, because of that, I have avoided watching that film. It's like the same thing. <laughs> you know, don't want to watch it again. You know, I, I don't. Because it'll yeah. always get me. There, 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 I can imagine that. I mean, first of all, that, you know, 
there's there is something that I was talking about well deserved. That boy fights all movie long. All movie long he fights for that moment. That is his purpose and for him to actually get it and that well deserved thing. Which by the way, I think I think Andy, maybe you did something on this. That wasn't the original ending. No. Not that I, I don't think it was. Yeah. But totally well worth it. It, it unspoiled, was unspoiled. Unspoiled. Now we're not spoiled. It nails you so hard because it's not really his mother, but it is. It's just it's it, it's yeah. It's it's a really beautifully done. Powerful. Andy. Uh, someone's James is reminding me. Yeah, the Greatest Showman was the last. Pro- that was a, that one hit me just because it yeah, was a. It was a, it hit me because I I actually do think it's a really well made movie and the music I just love the music in that movie it's so well done, but the um the it just it hit me at a time where I just felt like I was being a PT Barnum and ignoring my family and there's that mm-hmm. moment where he sort of does the whole thing and he's he's out in the town with the girl and I realize oh man I'm just ruined throwing my family away, uh so that moment just hit it just that's probably why that movie is, hit so hard and I and I appreciate it more than most because I know a lot of people trash that movie but I think look it's not a P T Barnum movie it's not <laughs> it's I get it like the, he probably had a more interesting debaucherous or whatever story that was told but as a Hugh Jackman drama musical I think it's really beautifully done really well directed music's amazing. And uh, it's a still a good story. It's a good and family movie, family friendly. Uh, I think that one will. I think that one's going to keep coming back up and theater replays and stuff that people who gave a crap will, will be like, why is that still out? Because it resonates with people. Someone else mentioned another one that was that was a good call. Uh, Lion. Oh my God, that one hit me. That's a. Do you, do you get with Dev Patel uh, about the boy who's who's uh, is in India or wherever that was. And then he's, he's a small boy that gets lost in the train, and then the train goes miles and miles away, and he never loses his family, and then grows up to be Dev Patel, and then uses Facebook to try and find the village his mom was from. Oh my God, it's it's Nicole Kidman, it, amazingly movie, and that one that one totally that one hit me too. Uh, Who cries on uh, at Homeward Bound? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. that one. Uh, uh, first of all, Andy, uh, we're over a thousand subscribers. Oh, we are. Yeah, Steph announced it in the chat, so I saw it. So I went double check. We did it, really? We did it. Shit. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we did the stream. It got us there quicker. Now I can do a couple um, other things, but no, we still got to get it. Yeah. Damn it. Yes. That looks more legit (laughs) than having 300 is what I've had for a while. Yeah. Well, and that's crazy. We had 300 before the stream, right? Uh, yeah, and we're 321. Yeah, like we had that. 321, so, so that's that's good. We're almost at a thousand views for the video I posted today. So yeah, it's slowly building. Wow. I knew I knew it was gonna be slow, but if you don't, guys, if you're building it out, you gotta go hard. You gotta go hard, man. Just just try to try to get it there, because uh, it takes work, it takes a while to make those videos. And I know it's not like the viral videos, but my goal with this channel over here is to try and uh, make uh, more evergreen stuff. So it's like when you, if I can find new movie lovers who like come out and do movie, do videos about naked guns. I was saying, I want to do one about sneakers, which I love that movie. Uh, Predator, like original Terminator stuff that no one else is fucking talking about right now. Uh, there's so many opportunities and so many great movies to go revisit, find little theories about. Uh, and uh, Steph's working on a great script. We're going to do some what if scenarios. A lot of stuff. Uh, she may even be on camera doing it. I hope she does do it. Uh, we'll see. But I'm excited. Lots more coming. So, And if you guys have theories or things you want to get involved in this channel, hit me up. Let me know. Uh, and uh, we'll make it happen. Uh, but yeah, all right, cool. We hit over. We hit where I got. I don't It Watch time is. Do you know how watch time works, Danny? Because it's not necessarily minutes. It's minutes per viewer. So I, I can't. 
If we had a, it, it's so freaking it, complicated to actually know what your watch time time, and then they don't. You have to get four thousand, and it takes like two days for it to register properly. The whole thing, this YouTube system, and when you get monetized, is a nightmare. Right. Do you know I how mean, that it, works? It's not as bad as like like the the four thousand watch minutes is actually easier than you realize because, yeah, it's not literally minutes. Like it, it, it I don't know exactly how it works, but it's not like literally minutes. So. Right. There's a good chance you'll get there quicker than you realize. Right, you know? well, because I did Hugging the Cactus, which I put, I think, it was maybe five videos that were each about an hour, and those videos ended up getting, I don't know, two to 5,000 views each. So it got me, by that, it took about five videos, about two to 5,000 approximate each, and then suddenly it was, you're approved. Uh, and then it takes another several weeks for them to actually approve you. Uh, but I, I, that's why I knew, like, all right, let me start getting the ball rolling, because if I just put 10-minute videos and they get 1,000 views, it's going to be slower than an hour-long video that gets 1,000 views, because exactly, 1,000 people watching an hour gives you way more minutes than 1,000 people watching 10 minutes. So those of you who are trying to get your channels built or whatever, that's the problem. But, yeah, I'm very lucky I got – we I, we just broke 1,000. I know there's some other people there trying to still get to that level. Um, but uh, thank you guys for, for watching, for supporting tonight, for sending the super chats that you did. Uh, what time is it? 11? Yeah, it's midnight. Perfect time. Let's wrap yeah, this perfect. up. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. Danny, my man over at Geekdom 101, World of Geekdom, thanks for staying late. Uh, we're, can we, are we allowed to say the other thing we did, or are you still keeping that quiet? Oh, we can talk about it. Sure. Oh, gonna, uh, do, do, I don't know. Is that is that knowledge yet or no? I don't have to say it. We don't have to. I can. I shut haven't up. announced it yet. But we can talk about it now. It's not a problem. So, um, let me get the dates here real quick. Hang on. So, in about two weeks, I, uh, on the Geekdom One Hundred and One podcast, which is Geekdom One Hundred and One Andy will be joining me. We've already got the recording done, and we're going to be talking. It's, it's two parts, and part one's going to be sort of the the rise of Andy, and part two's going to be kind of like the fall of Andy. You know, uh, I say that, you know, because I don't oh, I, 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 I was there, so it's okay. <laughs> You're not finished, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, so we talk about sort totally of fair. Andy's career, like coming up, being a movie fan in, in Pennsylvania, learning how to make films and, and fan films and MTV Movie Awards. And, uh, and then part two is sort of like what happened, you know, where he was you know, removed from the business and now he's trying to rebuild. And we, it, I really enjoyed that conversation. There was more I wanted to get into, but you know, we didn't have time, but it's okay. Uh, and that's going to be available on geekdom101.libsyn.com. And uh, right now, the last two episodes I did were with John Walsh from America's Most Wanted, which is like a huge guest for me. They're available now. And John Walsh goes into all kinds of crazy stories about um, the George Floyd thing, bad cops, uh, the Zodiac Killer chasing child molesters into China. There's, oh, dude, he tells this amazing story in part two about this mafia guy who wound up being like a child molester and the mafia took him out. Like, it's just awesome stories if you're into that stuff. But uh, I'll plug it. It's geekdom101.lipson.com. Andy will be on in about two weeks, two about two and a half weeks. Just follow, go follow him on Twitter. I'll, I'll link it or follow me. I'll make sure I'll tweet it out when it's two. But yeah, thank you. It was a very, I just wanted to, I tell people, we'll, I'll plug it more closely when it's available again. But I just wanted to thank you. I, just wanted, I didn't know if you announced it, but yeah, super honored to do it. And it, it was really cool that he got him to do the first one. And then I, I was happy and honored to be there with him on the future ones. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's nice. It's just audio. We chill, we talk. And he, no one's really gotten through my, my history. And, and it, that was another one of those moments where I was like, I was inspired looking back, talking about it with you. So thank you for revisiting some of my successes before we went to the failures. Uh, because I, I, I had, a, I've had a lot, so it's nice to revisit and be like, yeah, dude, get back to that shit. Quit being so down about who's not talking to you and be more into, uh, 
shit to make. So thank you for that inspiration. Stay tuned for those uh, podcasts. I, hopefully they're interesting to you. Well, it should be interesting to some of you guys, my fans. Uh, but uh, yeah, and check out uh, the Geekdom podcast. Check out World of Geekdom on YouTube and Geekdom 101. He's got two channel, you know, nerd channels. He's he's doing it wise too. Uh, but go support both of them. Uh, and, and, then, and the podcast is that is on geekdom101.libsyn.com. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Google and all that stuff. So if Just they, let everybody if know they look on Geekdom 101, that's where the on, Andy interview would be. If you go to the Geekdom 101 on any of the podcast places, they'll find it, yeah? I, I think so. Geekdom 101 Podcast, that's it. It's the only yeah, one. Geekdom so, yeah, 101 Podcast, it. look on iTunes and stuff. And, and I'll link out a link to it when it's available. Uh, yeah. But I'm excited for that. Always. That'll be fun. You guys will get some new insight. I, I definitely gave him some stuff I hadn't talked about before. Uh, and then Adon... Go on over to Adon. Uh, there's a few people who need a, th- need a thousand subscribers. So let's get them all there. <laughs> Adon over at Nerd Tots. Go subscribe to him. Uh, Adon, uh, go ahead. And you want to plug there? People can watch uh, D&D. Yes. Uh, of course, our uh, Nerd Tots. Uh, soon we're going to be going into Twitch as well. Uh, we were doing some videos, but thanks to things, uh, we're going to parking lot our videos a little bit longer. So... Just catch up on our old stuff until we get some new stuff out for you guys. But we would love to see us, uh, see you guys join us, and uh, so we can have an actual community there too. Yeah, do it, and then everyone go check out the other side. Do we have a link to the other side, Damien? Um, I can pop one in there as far pop as the um, the go trailer see. and the Facebook stuff. I can go pop on over one. there. Um, yeah, anything else you want to say yeah, or mention there? Don't say her name on Facebook. Uh, look at the other side on YouTube. We'll pop in a link in here. Um, just you know. Uh, support this channel, man. I'm so glad so many people that we got to a thousand here, man. I'm always, I'm always glad that we can see the success of the content that you're creating. I'm just wondering, are you going to get the Robin Williams piece that you did and kind of repurpose it and put it over here as I've, well? I've thought about it or doing an update to it. I, I'm try, I was trying to find the raw footage, but I think some of it got deleted because I downloaded a lot. That one was like 30 minutes long. I'm not going to do them that long because that's the problem. But uh, I really had fun with that piece. But I, I yeah, I maybe it's it's also doing okay over there. I had like eight thousand views in the first one, so I didn't want to kill it. When you I, have you ever had that experience, Danny? When you re-upload, have you ever tried to do like a re-upload two places? I always feel like that ends up being a dumb move. I've never tried it before. I don't think I don't think it's really a dumb move. I just I guess uh, I could call it something else and put it on the new channel. Yeah, yeah, call <laughs> yeah, it something else. Yeah, yeah. You can't copyright strike yourself, so yeah, that's yeah, true. It's an interesting idea. It. I could use it as an off week. I'll load it later, exactly, and then I'll call it. You're right. Call it something else, different thumbnail. Put put it on over there, and then maybe people will check it out. That's a good idea, Damon. Because well, I like one that thing one. I did try. Well, once. actually, it came from the chat. So oh, someone good. Was... Thank you. <laughs> one thing I did try once is I took old videos, and I comp- and this is something that comic book guys do a lot. I compiled them into one new video and then re-uploaded it. You know, like um, for example. Comics Explained did like an eight-part Civil War breakdown, uh, like back in like I want to say 2000, like 14, 15, and then when the movie came out in 2016, he took all eight parts, put them together, uh, re-uploaded them, and then put ad breaks in between each one, and it did like 800,000 views. God knows how much money he made on that with all those ads. So that's not a bad idea to try later on too. You yeah, know. and that's why exactly. It's like that's why in ten minutes is the key, guys. Because in your YouTube, when you're at ten minutes, you can put an ad in the middle. Well, <laughs> I think his his entire breakdown was like an hour or something like that. But it did eight hundred k because the movie was coming out and it was all in one big video. Right. So when was you a, get when you get a, a very, long, very good move. when you get a long video with multiple ad breaks in it, pff, that's. Oh. That's the key. That was always the problem. Like I was always, uh, I was always impressed with CinemaSins over us because uh, CinemaSins knew to be longer. They had an SEO expert 
doing it I, when I met them. That was how CinemaSins did so well. Is they when we were doing Honest Trailers, but then Honest Trailers we only had a th- ours was always like four, five, six minutes tops. Uh, you can't monetize then stuff in the middle because it's too short. But uh, it's always hard. That ten minute line is when you get the uh, would you like mid rolls. So if you guys see mid rolls during a commercial on, on on Geekdom's channel on anybody's channel, just try and support them if you can because that's. That's how we make our bread and butter. Uh, so uh, help it helps they a really lot because I, I did that. I did one once. I may do it again over. On, I'm overdue, but I did. I do like the click sort of clickbait fundraiser video. Where I'm like, hey everybody, just watch all the ads, and then I, I basically talk. And every 30 seconds, I play another ad, and I'll do something entertaining to keep them invested. But it's basically like a game where I just like I'm gonna post as many friggin' YouTube ads in one video as I can for 15 minutes. That's ballsy. And uh, I've done. And actually, uh, the, when I've done it, I, I'm obviously I do it with the intent of they understand what's happening and it usually does pretty well i get views and they sit through and watch it so it makes a little bit more revenue than the other ones uh so stay tuned for more of those i'm sure at some point in the future in fact <laughs> more, my more, video, like, more like we put you on mute and set you in the side exactly i think here. a lot of fans are literally just like yeah i put it on and i shut it off but yeah. I'm, I'm checking i did uh i, I did Use the clip i did the clickbait today of should i quit youtube i was like i'm gonna resort to that and yeah four thousand views in one day that is a very good turnout for me to get four thousand views in one day because uh, i was like how do i promote this channel you could uh, you could do a video called like I'm done and it'll probably get a bunch of views. <laughs> yep. People are, what what does that mean? So like, guys, you know, like- my real fans just know. Yeah, in a couple months you may see I, those are always the trick. But I didn't lie because I really was like, yeah, I sometimes want to quit YouTube. Yeah, you but don't want to lie. I'm but- doubling down. I'm not quitting. Uh, and anyway, sorry. I'm seeing. Uh, uh, let's let's give reward a couple other mods here. Fanjecture, you've earned it too. Fanjecture, I need help on here. And then I saw uh, Eric. Is Eric still in there? Oh, Damien, yeah, he- you're here. Uh, Don, did you? I can make you one too. I mean, some some uh, Fanjecture. Go subscribe to Fan. I saw you, Fanjecture. Subscribe to Fanjecture as well. He needs to get to a hundred, uh, a thousand rather subscribers. Put your link in there. I'll, I'll retweet it uh, for you, Adam, because he does. He busts his ass over there too. Um, so get that at a great council. I know he I, I, he was on. I saw him over here. I don't know if he's still here. Uh, and then Eric, yeah, I gave you got you guys uh, mod status. Uh, there we go. There you go, Danny. You're a mod. You can, if you want to, say something. And Great. there we go. <laughs> I, uh, will not abuse, I will not abuse my power. Yeah, I assure well, you. I know. Otherwise, I know where you. Who you find me earlier. Funda was hitting me with the whole. He loved Dragon Ball Evolution. I, and I know he was pushing my buttons. I was just like, <laughs> twitching over here. I saw you, man. <laughs> it's just, it's just not a good film. Even if you're not a Dragon Ball fan, it's just not a good film. But you know what? It could have been worse. You know, there actually is like a Hong Kong uh, live action Dragon Ball film called The Magic Begins. That's, yeah, it's actually not that bad. It's better than Evolution by leaps and bounds, even though it looks very dated. The Bleach live action was good. I didn't see that, and I didn't actually, see the Full Metal one. Full Metal actually looks pretty good, but Bleach live action, I was like, okay, you guys managed to get, I think, like the first three episodes or the first four episodes done well. Something like that. Uh I will say this. Uh, uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Elong, uh, The Wolf Brigade. That was a good live action adaptation. Nice. Nice. And, yeah. That's a, that's a serious one that's like uh, set in the future where you have military police that they wear masks because they don't want people to know their identities and whatnot. Uh, because Diversity and so forth. And they work against terrorist groups. It's actually a really fascinating movie. So, 
Uh, well, yeah. Well, there you go. And, and uh, yeah, there you go. Link over trying to fanjecture uh, and uh, Don, uh, Nerd Tots, other side. If you guys put the links in there, I'll click them. But yeah, everyone, we have 80 or whatever people on there. It's come on, 80 more subscribers. Although some of them may already be there. But let's make sure some of our people out there who are, who are grinding, trying to get the attention, get it too. Uh, we should do a stream like that someday. That'd be actually be a good stream. Support your support your local creators. Remind me. Help me remember that, Alfred. Right. We could yep. figure out a way to do that on a, on a, mm-hmm. on a YouTube Easy. show. Uh, well, there we go. Awesome. Tw- it's midnight, so I got to go. I had the funniest, weirdest story, guys. Can I share one story before I go? I had sure. a friend from L.A. Uh, I almost did it, but he was uh, – But so I had a friend from L.A. He's like, hey, I'm visiting Tampa. And I was like, "Cool, where?" Uh, he's like, "Are you th- are you near there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I live in Tampa. Where in Tampa?" And then he, he goes and says the sub neighborhood that I'm actually in, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god, really? What crazy?" He's I'm like, "What's your wh- where? You, where?" His dad. He was visiting his dad who was sick, not from COVID, but uh, some other thing. And I was like, "Oh, well, where are you? Show me your address. I'll tell you. For, I'll see if we're close." He sends me the address. I look at my phone. I'm like, "Holy crap!" I'm like, "Go out to your porch, dude's <laughs> my neighbor." <laughs> Your neighbor's dad, dad is my That's neighbor, and I've oh, I've, I've wow. said hello, but he has like a different last name, and I didn't know it. Uh, and then I, literally tonight, I'm like, and he's leaving tomorrow morning. I'm like, hold how how weird is that? Literally, That's old awesome. weird. And literally, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm a Tampa nearby, and he's li- I literally walked outside, and I said, hey, and his porch was like right there, and we saw hello to each other. It was the most random, crazy thing I've had my uh, Florida, Florida experience. for you. Uh, so yeah, Tampa's not that small, guys. When you visit, you might run into me. Uh, if you go to Orlando, it's a little further. Uh, mm. But anyway, uh, is this? No, it's not someone you know. It's someone I. He was like a producer on another thing, something you wouldn't know he was. But he was a good guy. I liked working with him, and, he, and he's nice because he reached out. Some people still are afraid to talk to me. Isn't that kind of weird? They're still afraid to talk to me. Danny's not. Danny's like, you know what, dude? You seem like you're doing better work. Thank you for. Uh, I, I won't let you down. I won't let all you guys down. I'm no longer a scumbag. Uh, I'm not flirting around with. I, I'm happy in a relationship. That's the key. Uh, but that's another topic I'm going to get into. Uh, these we'll I talk feel, about that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of there's. A, I see a lot of scumminess is ha- being exposed, and I think some of it is legit, but it, some of it gets blown out of proportion. That's the problem, though. A lot of people are trying to ignore their scumminess. It, Guys, it's been happening a lot lately. It's happening man. a like, lot. I, I don't know if you've picked up on this, but the entire wrestling community, the pro wrestling community, this past week, there's been like 15 a lot. people. There's like 15 to 20 people getting canceled now. Like it, it has happened. I haven't seen it to this volume. I don't think ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. Yeah, I, I want to do that yeah. video too because it's like I'm trying to figure out what the angle. Because it's like, yeah, it's it's just weird. It's and it's it's a new whole wave, and it, they're big. Like Crystalia came out, and then I noticed like everyone was sort of ignoring it. I think hoping it would go away. And now, like, no, they're not letting it go away. All of his friends are now on the podcast condemning him and so on. Uh, but now he's dropping out like, well, no, here's the receipts of the of some of the people I spoke to. And it's like, it's a whole new thing. I had a friend who also was canceled wrongly. And he reached out. He's like, Andy, you need to start a PR firm to help all these guys. <laughs> it's like, it's not a bad idea. Uh, because a lot of these guys, you know, you got to do it. And I saw, uh, what's his name? Um, Angry Joe. He handled it, I thought, brilliantly. Um, he got... But anyway, there's so many topics like this. I, I'm probably going to try and go over to Hugging the Cactus. And do, so if any Endless. of you want to talk, I, w- I want to sort of not – I don't want to do like is he lying or not, it's, but I, I, there's so many sort of topics about it that are re- relevant that I think are mm-hmm. just lessons learned that we all should Behind be, be aware of. Behind the receipts. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's so many instances where you're just like, what? This is this is what we're canceling someone for? Why? Uh, it's getting, it's getting crazy out there. So uh, be careful, everybody. Uh, and yeah, if you ever said something racist, come clean uh, now, <laughs> I guess, because <laughs> it's happening all over. But Jenna Marbles just quit YouTube. That is crazy. 
But at the same time, she's done some really sketchy stuff, but I know she's changed. I met her. She's a really sweet, nice person. I don't believe she meant anything, but, you know, she's doing like a crying video leaving YouTube because she made bad, you know, insensitive sketches in her in her past. Uh, what a, man, it's, it's getting crazy. It is getting crazy. All I will say is that's all a tease to stay tuned for woke trailers debuting soon. Uh, I'm excited to debate. Uh, I think the next one I do on that one, I, I, I have two in the bank. I hope they'll get done. Uh, they, they will get some clicks, uh, and I think some laughs. So stay tuned. Uh, all right. Anyway, let's get yeah, PR planet. It's a good name. PR planet. Uh, all right, let's go. It's way too late. Thank you guys again. Uh, we made it to two and a half hours. Yes, love it. Uh, I'm going to unlist this, guys, and I'm going to put it as a members-only full stream, uh, and that way you can get it too, Chris. So that yes. way you guys can watch this whole thing in its entirety over on the members section of Popcorn Planet if you missed it, uh, and I'll, I'll alert the fans, the members who missed it. Uh, but I'll be clipping a lot of these over there throughout the next couple of days. So even if you've already seen this, please just click it in the background and watch it again for me because all those clicks matter to keep the algorithm love happening. And then stay tuned. More stuff coming to popcorn uh, to movie world you get to watch me forcing my kids watching jaws it's a lot of fun so stay tuned uh that's all we got see you later everybody uh end this stream first bye uh youtube and stream on the popcorn planet channel and and stream here adios deuces as jody would say